you are listening to the TN Horror Podcast Network. Horror with a sense of humor. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Messenger of God, you're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. And it's your boy, Kevin. And we are here tonight. Uh, it is kind of late. We are sitting face-to-face for the very first time. <laughs> so weird. I'm not used to it. It is amazing. I don't know. Uh, we are actually at Crypticon in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, had a great time today, but we'll go on later, though. Um, we're actually going to cover this week. This is the last episode of our season. Uh, we really didn't tease that a lot lately. Uh, kind of on purpose. We want to kind of spring this on you. So surprise, you know, yeah, <laughs> surprise, bitches. Um, but we think you're gonna like this episode because it is time to tackle the most important subgenre of all, slashers. And now I'm pretty sure I speak for everyone here when we say that this is literally the one everyone's been waiting for. I know it's the one we've been waiting for. It's weird. I'm looking him in his eyes as we're talking. This is something completely new. Everyone listening, he's from Nashville. I'm from Akron, Ohio. So it's like. We're sitting in the same room together for the first time. It's a very monumental moment. This is the episode we've been waiting for. It's the episode you've been waiting for. So uh, we're really excited to crack this one out. Yes, this is what I've been waiting for. I mean, because honestly, we thought about doing it the very first episode. We really did. We talked about it. And I thought, you know what? No, because if we just, you know, shoot our wad right there at the first, it's going to be, <laughs> we're going to be done. Just downhill from there. Yeah. Just, yeah. So we thought, you know, let's save this till at least, you know, episode <laughs> 10. But um, anyway, uh, so... We could talk a lot about slashers. I mean, we really could sit here and just jab oh all God. fucking night. And I'm tired. Oh. He's tired. But you know what? We're still going to give our 100% and we're going to give you the best show possible. Because like I said, this is one of those episodes where I'm just, I can't wait. Yeah. So I want to hear this origin behind the slasher because I know you do too. Because I know a lot of people love slashers, but they don't really think about origins. So why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us what the, uh, what the origin is? Origins. All right, so slashers have a really, really rich origin history. Um, usually, whenever I do origins in the past, it, it's it's usually starts with a film. Whereas slashers, it's kind of more attributed to kind of just a history that's gained over time. So pretty much, slashers can be traced back to a little thing called the Grand Guignol, and that roughly translates to a big puppet show. Now, these were very common in the late nineteenth century in Paris. So these are like stage productions, Broadway, if you would imagine Broadway. This was really fucked up Broadway. <laughs> so pretty much what these were was it was these plays, but it would show crime. It would show torture and, and killing that kind of the world hasn't seen before. It, it was kind of it, – it showcased the darkness of mankind. Um, and like I mentioned, the killing. You know, there's no, nowhere really you could see that. Well, after that – when was the 19th century? Was that fucking like 1900s? Yeah, 1900s. Yeah. Oh, I think it's 1800s because it goes yeah, in Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Leading into it. So. Yeah, we'll see. So anyways. We'll figure it later. Then after that, it, it, it's so funny how these things transfer different countries because then it was very popular in Germany. And then 
they release a lot of films called crimmy films, which mean crime or mystery thriller. Um, this was between 1950s and mid 1970s. So it was like a 20 year span. Um, I mean, it was the exact same thing, man. It's fucking crime and mystery thriller. You know, it's, it's, it is what it sounds like. It was kind of the first one to really popularize that genre. And then that leaves us to what most people here are going to know about is giallos. Now, giallos were popularized in Italy and for people that are not Italian, I'm Italian, but I don't, I, I don't know Italian. Uh, You're Italian really? Yeah. I don't know. 11%. That. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Right, 11%. 89% uh, United Kingdom slash Irish for anyone wow. wondering. <laughs> no one's fucking that's wondering. Im- that's impressive, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, I would shout out the swab that I had to spit on to get my results, but I don't remember what they were called. Anyways. I, I joke there. I let it go. Though. Yeah. They <laughs> Giallos. <laughs> now, <laughs> these were released in Italy, or at least popularized in Italy. I guess they're giallos, so obviously it's from Italy. Now, that is Italian for yellow. Giallo means yellow in Italian. Right. Which is, it's kind of a really dumb name because if you think about it, it's like, they called it yellow because all the posters were yellow. It was what attracted people's eye pupils. No, that's pretty smart It's like, though, oh, yeah. that's yellow. It's got my attention. That's yeah. how it works, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that gained popularity in the 60s and early 70s. That's, that, I, th- I personally think that giallos are definitely 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 kind of more attributed to slashers than any other yeah in I terms agree. of the germany uh crimmy <laughs> just sounds fucking funny to say <laughs> the crimmy the crim the crim <laughs> and then of course the grand guignol which apparently started it at all um but yeah giallos were very kind of whodunit mysteries you know any pretty much any argento film um a lot of lucio fulci you know they brought the gore they they kind of started to garner that kill count that you learn to expect in uh, slasher films. Well, then, of course, this was the 70s. Then began the American craze, um, popularized, of course, by Halloween, 1978, your fucking favorite. That's not my favorite film. I mean, everyone knows what my favorite film is. So you won't go into that. That's for, <laughs> that's for a later discussion. But, uh... Yes, that's for another day. But um, some films that really, really popularized slasher films now this is kind of where i start talking about specific films um blood feast 1963 have you seen that one i have not yet so this is uh herschel gordon lewis hmm. is that right he's a circular right through three names yes okay, cool <laughs> <laughs> oh god i really hope that's him i'm gonna die if that's not him but uh that one kind of was like oh it's a dude killing people yeah. You know, there's there's gore, which was absolutely insane at the time. There's a scene where, like, he pulls the girl's tongue out. Oh, nice. I mean, it looks terrible nowadays, but back in the day, I'm sure it was a hell of a thing. Well, yeah. I mean. um, and then, of course, Bay of Blood. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise known as Bloodbath. This was released in 1971. Now, this has Mario Bava's kind of hand in it, who was obviously a very popular giallo film director and producer and whatever. Uh, dude, this one's insane. Like... Literally, this film, I think, is the most important thing in terms of the American slasher. Guess how many people were killed in this film? You, you brought this up earlier. Um, yes. I'm going to guess I'm gonna guess one. The, well, really? I'm going to guess one. Okay, multiply that by 14. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. I was, in, I was on the opposite. Like I was thinking, I mean, like, you know, you're tricking me or something like, you mm. know, a lot of people died. No, wrong, you know. No, dude. 14 people are killed in this film. Wow. From 1971. And, it's killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no pun yeah. intended. And now, technically, this is a giallo because um, it's Italian. But, like, this kind of showed that 
the level of brutality that slashers would be known for. That's all. That's all. That's why people watch slashers is because of the kill count. Mm-hmm. Um, typically, giallos are very light on the kill count. It's just about kind of the mystery of it all. But Bay of Blood, nineteen seventy one. Shout out nineteen seventy one. You yes. know, hell of a year. Hell yeah. Disco raging. Right. Seventy one. Man, the bell bottoms and the afros are just everywhere. <laughs> Free sex and free drugs, and everybody just get busy all the time. <laughs> all right, and then we're in the mid seventies now. You got Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Black Christmas. Both came out within a month of each other, nineteen seventy four. Um, hell of a fucking year. Very important in terms of slashers. And then Halloween comes out in seventy eight. Now I'm not going to share my unpopular opinion of Halloween, but I will say that in terms of slashers, I think it's given way too many compliments about its reason for the genre now i'm saying that because because it started in 19th century paris and then all these giallo films and then halloween after after black christmas i just feel like everyone getting mad at me right dude now. they're like, almost like fuming right uh, now but <laughs> so what i'm trying to say is halloween catapulted the slasher craze in america but it didn't it wasn't attributed to the start is I what think, i want to say i think everyone can agree with that for the fact that and like you said it, obviously you just showed it didn't start it Mm-hmm. That's that's just a known fact. But what many people were saying is the fact that it did take it to the next level. And I think the reason that they incorporated Halloween with it, incorporated something that people could relate to, babysitters, and it was it was a very relatable film. And yeah. It was a very you know people can really identify with it. So that's why they did that. So yeah. Uh, but you're right though; it didn't start it. Um, but a lot of people are probably cussing it. <laughs> I, I can feel it, man. I feel like yell louder, angry. yell louder. Oh, and then of course, American Golden Age of Slasher was 1978 to 1984. There's just I almost I, I want to be over like exaggerative. I would take that as nineteen ninety six, please. Nineteen what seventy six? No, ninety six. Ninety six. Oh, like, so you're doing ah, a screen reference. I don't a say screen it. reference. <laughs> I see you. Uh, we might be talking about that one later. Maybe not. Maybe. But uh, yeah, the amount of slashers that came out between seventy eight and eighty four just astronomical, hundreds at least. But and then pretty much that led until today, where we kind of had the remake boom in what was that like mid. 2000s to yeah. maybe 2012, 10, 11. Yeah, there's, yeah, and they really shouldn't have done so much. They really, they took that horse and they fucked it and then rode oh. it as long as they could. And then they beat the dead horse after they were fucking it. So, I mean, <laughs> there's no rocket up that ass at all. It's just, it's just pure just horse fuck. So plummeted right to the ground. Seriously, I, they needed to stop a long time ago. But, <laughs> I'm sorry about all the horse fucking stuff, so. Yeah, some people might be like it. Uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that we digress, definitely. Um, I think we're all anxious to hear our t- – we're doing – okay, we've done this, uh, what, twice before? What? A top 10? Ye- this is the second time, yeah. Oh, so the second time. This is the second time. Uh-huh. First time we did it with horror, horror comedy. comedies. Yep. So this time we're going to do a top 10 of our favorite – uh, should we tell exactly what we're doing here? Non-franchise slashers. Non-franchise slashers, because that's going to be something totally different. We know you guys love those, so we were going to take a whole different show on that. So, Oh, yeah. It was kind of difficult, man, because you don't realize all the slasher really? films you love. I thought so. Because wow. a lot of the slasher films I love, obviously, is well, in, in the wheelhouse of being with other films following. You know, like, your wrong turns. There's even films I thought of, like Silent Night, Deadly Night. I was like, ooh, there's one. That's a franchise, that's, yeah, you know? That's what I did too, exactly. Yeah. But, but okay, but at first I thought, okay, crap, this is going to be hard, but looking at all the films I love that are slashers, I'm like, 
okay, this isn't as difficult. Like, I actually made a list of the non and the franchise ones. I'm like, okay, yeah. I got enough for both lists here, so I'm good. So, hell yeah. Uh, well, go you. Yeah. <laughs> look good at job. me. I'm kicking ass here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's just get into it because this is going to be a long ass episode. Let's just get into it. What is your number 10, sir? So, this one, <laughs> this is the shocker. Really? Yes. Oh, is it shocking? <laughs> oh. So, in at number 10, I have House of Wax from 2005. The remake? Yes. Well, oh. see, that's the thing is, it's it's pretty much a remake in name only. Because in well, the original, true. like, Vincent Price obviously gets burnt, and then he gets pissed because it was his museum or uh, art. It, like, burned all of his art and whatever, and so he killed a couple people. Right. Whereas this, it's like, just... It, it's kind of completely different. Like, almost like Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Silent Night, which yes. came out a couple years ago. Which I was bad. Have you seen Silent Night? Yeah, I have. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much just name only. True. Well, I mean, there are some things in the movie There's that refer back, but it, that's right. it's not the same storyline. There's a lot of connections as well, but, like, it's it's in its own universe. Right, same thing, I think, on both of those accounts. So. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at here, man. House of Wax. It's... 2005, Paris Hilton gets what's coming to her. Hell yeah. Spoiler Thank alert. God. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. And one of the coolest kills, I think. Yes, I agree. Like the killer like does his like javelin impersonation. Mm-hmm. Badass, man. And yeah. the kills are just brutal. Yeah, Alicia Cuthbert's good at it too. Man. Oh she, she fucking owns that stage. She's like, beautiful. You, and this, this is kind of one of those films where every single fucking person is beautiful. Yeah. It's almost like it's, it's so important for films in the 2000s. To just feature an all beautiful cast because you tend to care more what happens to him. True. You know, if you have little fucking Timmy who has just extreme facial deformities, uh, well, I would feel bad if, if he got killed. I would feel bad about it. <laughs> Shit, fuck little Timmy. He's not this fuck. Yes. But yeah, man, everyone's really good looking. Chad Michael Murray, um, great kills. And I really like the setting too, man. Like, yeah. surrounded in a town made of wax. And it's totally it's, fake. It's so unique. Yeah. And the, the, the twist. The, the killer, I think, is very menacing. And then there's kind of maybe a possibility of more killers in it involved. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much for you, but yeah. honestly, this one always kind of held my balls at detention. I've loved House of Wax for a long time. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Like, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember liking it, though. So I, I can definitely see why it landed on your list. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's yeah. got that slight, like, 50s feel to it. Yeah. Like, they play the music throughout, and, and the entire town is kind of made up to look like a 1950s right. uh, area. And that's that's my fucking wheelhouse, dude. I yeah. love the 50s. So I thought it was really cool. I thought it looked cool. Um, were you a fan? Or? Yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, it's not one of my favorite films. But like it's, you know, overall, it's a good film. Like I said, it's, 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 just, it's a strong entry know into the horror genre so especially for the slasher series so yeah um, i thought this one would ruffle a lot of feathers because this one gets a lot oh, of hate that i never really understood it will get a lot yeah you get a lot of hate <laughs> for this on uh, i can see the comments now i can just see them rolling in so so if you hate uh house of wax let me know I'm not sure or don't be, i'm not sure it's gonna be hate they're gonna go how did it end up on your top 10 that's what they're gonna be working tell me what you would replace top 10 with people, there you go yeah yeah what would you not put at number 10 you know not being that so <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to go totally opposite on this. Um, let's go. Let's go back to uh, 1981. Oh, pri- primo. Uh, primo. Yeah. We're 81 going... is the fucking year. Yeah. Yeah. And I know. And like I said, this is not a franchise film, so it's not Friday the 13th. Um, I actually posted in my story the other night. 
And oh, I know what it is. It is Madman. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> oh, that, that surprise you there? There's so many. There's so many that you could have chose from from '81. Oh, but, seriously, okay. dude. But this one, this one really. I watched it for the first time of the night, and I absolutely loved it. Madman Mars. Like, I yeah, dude. I was like, it starts off really weird. Like they're on a campfire, and this guy's singing this really weird ass. That's song. how a lot of them happen. Yeah, but like, but, but now this guy's singing a weird ass song, and he's singing like he's Irish, but he's like American. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> but I won't talk too much about this film because it's it kind of is what it is. It's a you know they're at a camp. Bunch of kids are there. They tell a story about a madman that killed his family. And if you say his name, he'll come get you. And someone says it out loud. And then they all start falling up on my one. So Very it's, realistic. Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, is like, you know, it's it's like the quintessential camp horror film. But it's like the, the killer, you know, Madman Mars, he looks badass. Oh, he's huge. Dude, he's fucking awesome. He's like his fucking face and fucking. that one scene, Yeah, that one pick, the, the, the thing that I posted <laughs> on my story, the guy is looking for someone. And he's like, Hey, hey! And he like takes the the flashlight. And he like moves it across the the the, uh, the brush, uh-huh. and he sees Madman sitting there with this with the news in his hand. And he goes, he goes back, and he's like, and he goes like, "Hey, is that you?" <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome! I was like, "No, yes. it's not me." Yeah, I mean, dude, that's fucking gold. I mean, it is it's hilarious, but still, the movie is really these has some decent kills in it. Um, the the people in this film. I mean, just talk about the, like the, like the camp counselors. They're all fucking idiots. Oh, dude. Douche oh, yeah. waffles, twab waffles, dick truffles, all the ruffles, whatever. Dick truffles. Yeah, dude. They're, they're just – you want to see them all die like, in horrible ways. That's and they what's do. What's great about slashers is like – see, there's a very fine line there. It's like I'd love to have shitty characters because you get to see them get killed off and it's satisfying. But then you also like to connect with – the the characters and then when they die off it kind of impacts you you know right. it's, it's 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 just kind of what are you in the mood for you right. know <laughs> right. but like i want to see all these fuckers die like i, I yep. wanted to see Always. all oh, these idiots die because they were fucking idiots oh yeah especially like the, the guy that runs the camp he is like mr shakespearean like asshole I'm like fuck <laughs> you dude primo asshole no he's fucking primo shit but yeah this like i said i really enjoyed it for the fact that it did show up on a lot of show, uh, slasher tropes and stuff but it's it's fantastic so um yeah, of course you've seen it, and yeah. go watch it. Seriously, it's, it's hilarious and it's good, and just yeah, good. yeah. 80, eighty-one fun. Eighty-one fun. Hell yeah! Speaking of that, I think uh, I got eighty-one next on my list. Whoa! All right, yeah. let's uh, hear number nine. Number nine. Here we are. <laughs> One end of the list. I've got happy birthday to me. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. All right. You tell. Now, this is a film I always thought was higher on my list. I always thought I enjoyed it more. I watched it several months back. And it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It was just like it kind of fell down the list for me. Mm-hmm. I can't really tell why. You got nice kill count. You've got excellent kills. Gore is great. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what it is, man. It's just one of those that didn't really resonate with me as much. Um, the twist is the tits. Yes. So if you've seen this movie, you know, it's, it's the twist you don't see coming. I mean, obviously you probably will because you guys probably aren't a fucking idiot like I am. <laughs> I do. I can never tell tip twists ever. Really? Well, I'm really good at it sometimes. It's like either I get it or I'm way the fuck off. Yeah. 
and I'll probably I mean, write maybe one tenth of the time. That's, I mean, I think most people like that, honestly, because sometimes twists aren't really apparent. Yeah. Like, yeah. like six cents, people say, oh, I'll pick that right up. I'm like, fuck you, you did not. Yeah. There's no fucking way you oh, picked that shit, shit up, you know? I mean, I guess in second watching, of course you picked it up. But, yeah. You know, yeah, I hear you, though. So happy birthday to me. That's uh, my number nine. Is there anything you want to say about it? or? Uh, okay, just to be honest, I haven't seen it before. I haven't oh. Seen this, but I've okay. heard many good things about it. So. I was about to say it's tough. It's it's a it's a fine line with you. Like if you don't talk about it a lot, it's like either it's because it's on your list later on, yeah. or you just didn't fucking see it. So yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. I thought it time. would be the latter. I need to, you know, it's funny because Ashley Slashley posted it on her when she had her birthday just a few like a month ago. I guess mm-hmm. she posted it. I'm like, I gotta watch that movie, and I just didn't do it. It's a good one, man. There's the kills are pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, I need to see it. Really I to, cool. I need to add it to my list. Uh, I wonder if it's oh. streaming anywhere. Let me know if anybody knows it's streaming anywhere. Let me know. Ever growing list. Yeah, ever growing list, dude. Um, Okay, so my number nine is a film from 86. Keep it in the 80s here. Um, I mean, of course, you can figure out where my heart lies, you know. I mean, not, with not a franchise, let's put it that way. Um, this is a movie that has another twist that you don't see coming till the end. Oh. April Fool's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. this one, it, I've only seen it a few times, but it's one of those really, like, it's a good setup. Like, they really kind of make it what it is. It's a slasher film. But then it takes a few turns, takes a few twists. Uh, there's some parts in it that are really disturbing to me. Um, like the part where they're in, like they, the person gets into the uh, the well part of it. Oh, yeah. And the rain falls off and she falls in. Yes. Yeah. And that really disturbs me. Why does that disturb you? I don't know, just it's being, even killer. Being in a dirty well for some reason, that just makes me just, <laughs> oh, God. Like, anything, if you get anything dirty to me, that's just, oh, God. It's so just, do you hate the rain then, or? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, I love the ring. Yeah. Know, but that part Oh, my God. It disgusts the fuck out of me. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I won't. I'm, I mean, if you haven't seen this movie, I mean, come on. What the fuck is wrong with you? But, like, I won't give it the twist away just in case. But if you've seen it before, you know exactly what the twist is. Um, but it's it's just a really good slasher, you know, entry. And, oh, someone's in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is uh me and him live in the same room so uh just, it, just, it just is what it is uh and we'll keep that in too yeah, fucking what's a jazz artist name i'm trying to kenny g yeah, yeah okay that works yeah. <laughs> kenny g there you go <laughs> but of course you've seen april fool's day give me your just your thoughts about so it. so this is one of the last few 80s slasher films that i watched actually really? this one was off my radar for a long time um, I like it a lot. You've got Biff from Back to the Future. Oh yeah, Amy Steele from Friday Part Two. Um, uh, Amy Steele. Did I say that or did I, did I just say Amy? You did. You did. You did. You said Amy oh, Steele. I thought I like referred to relations my fuck friend. Oh, <laughs> Amy. Amy from Part Two. You yeah, know, like <laughs> I like your best friends. I mean, come on. Uh, this one's really good, man. I enjoy it a lot. Goreless. Yes. Which is strange, strange, but like yeah. you don't miss it though. Yeah, you miss it, so. yeah. So I mean, if you're in it for the gore and to kind of everything be spilled out on the screen, then you might not like this one. But it's it's fun. It's it's fun. I, I mean, obviously, as you can tell from my reaction, it's not in my top ten. Right. Um, I was kind of a little let down by it because it was always mm-hmm. the that that one movie where I heard a lot of people like say great things about. And I'm always kind of attracted to films that are date based. You know, like the fucking like Friday the Thirteenth, Graduation Day. Just the plethora, every single holiday has a slasher film. True. Um, so I, I 
don't know why I just kind of put that in the upper echelon with those. And then, of course, like I said, all the kills are off screen, no gore. So it's very tough, it, it, you know, for me because I love watching that stuff. So, I mean, if you go into it with kind of an open mind, you might like it. Yeah, yeah, you might. Yeah, you might like it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's like you said, it is a lot of off screen stuff, but like it's one of those that lets you kind of imagine what's going on, which I kind of like that. You yeah. Know, that's what the old style used to be. They would, they would show someone and then make some sounds here and there and leave it to your imagination. I like that. It's, it's a, it's an art form that's definitely died out that needs to be reinstated in its own right place. Yeah. Of course. I agree. But, uh, but yeah, I, it's one of those strong interests to me. So, um, yep. All right. I think we're okay. on to uh, our number eight pick, man. What you got? Some Thanksgiving killing, if you will. Yeah, yeah. This is 1987. This is way past uh, Slasher Prime. Now, I'm pretty sure this one sat for a couple years. Sat on the shelves. Um, dude, this one is so much fun. It's the, the gore is a lot better than it should be. This one had a very low budget and from 87, but the gore looked extremely kind of realistic. Really? Really well done. The See, kills I, haven't, are, I haven't seen it before. I'll just be honest uh, with you. The kills are great, dude. Like, people get cut in half, beheaded, and it, 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 it's just fun to watch. The characters aren't extremely likable, give or take. And the mom of the killer is hilarious. There's a point where, because it's Thanksgiving, and her Thanksgiving kind of goes awry, and she's just a mess. She's literally just fucking sitting on the, on the floor in the kitchen. That's what I'm trying to say. Eating turkey just off the fucking floor. That's fantastic. And it was, it was, that's how you did so. I mean. Oh, yeah, of course. And yeah. it was just, it, it, it's, it's great, man. It's so fucking cheesy, but it's a really, really good time. Yeah, I mean, dirt on a turkey, just that's like, that's, that's like gravy to me. So. Just that extra rub, you know, oh, salt, yeah. pepper, and floor. Hell yeah, man. You, you get all like the toenail shit right down there. It's all fantastic. Man. Well, you got toenails in your kitchen for, man. I mean, you know, my kids do that sometimes. Don't they? <laughs> <laughs> fucking fun, though. <laughs> Let's fuck with that and leave some toenails on the kitchen floor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking kids. Uh, love you guys. Um, <laughs> my number eight film. <laughs> my number eight film is one I, and I see all these. I just saw like for the very first time, and I just fell in love with them. Like seriously, like I was like this for this, the first time. Yes. Okay, I'm excited to figure out what it is. Yeah. So this is from. This is another 86 film. So you can figure out what it is in your mind before I say it. 86. See, I thought, oh, 86, 86, 86. And it's not your normal slasher film either, but it has the same slasher tropes and the same slasher formula. Slaughter High came out in 86, right? Uh, I thought it was 84. Let me look that up real quick. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, while he's looking that up, <laughs> I will just say... Yeah, 86. Okay, so, okay, there we go. Okay, so I don't say anything at all. <laughs> but no, the movie that I have for my number eight film is Chopping Mall. Mm, okay. Yes. So, okay. like I said, it's not your normal slasher film because... Killer robots. Yeah, because it's killer robots. <laughs> it's not yeah. some guy with a knife. It's killer fucking robots with fantastic lasers that are very one, you know, very one, one tone. Um... The movie's set up so well. Like, they just, you know, the very first, they show these robots and what they're going to do, and they did it, and then they just go fucking awry, and it's just fucking gold. Um, there's something that's great about simplistic films like that. Like, set some fucking teenagers in a mall, 
puts put in some killer robots. It's like just don't overcomplicate things sometimes. You I'm know? Saying, that's why it's so great. I was you nailed it on the head because that's yeah. it's the simplicity of the movie just makes it fantastic. And I'll give a shout out to uh, Kitty C. She posted some clips on her story that I'm like, what movie is that? And she's like, oh, it's Chopping Mall. And I'm like, cool. And I just said, cool. And I'll go check it out. And I did. And I'm like, holy shit, this movie is bad fucking ass. And I loved it from start to finish. Cheesy as hell. Kills are fucking fantastic. Like the actors. Most of the guys are just fucking douchebags. Oh, that's how it works usually. Hell yeah. yeah. And when they die, I'm like, hell fucking yeah. These fucking kill like, you know, shooting lasers. I love the way that like they shoot them with the guns and like they don't do it. It doesn't do shit to them. But they continue to shoot him with the guns like the entire film. Like, <laughs> Maybe it will work this time. Yeah, I'm like, why do you think that's going to make a difference? I'm like, anyway, but that's just part of the joy of the film is just watching these fucking idiots just fuck up the entire time. But uh, and it's said in this really badass mall too. So it's like, I don't know, just the, the setting and the, the way the people act and the, the robots are just fucking, you know, like Johnny Five on crack. I mean, it's just fucking <laughs> fantastic. So, yeah, if you haven't checked this movie out, please go do so because it is bad fucking ass. We actually saw uh, uh, the movie poster for that today. Yes. Almost bought that shit. Bought another, I'll buy another one. So. Was that one of the ones that was like $200 or was that maybe like 70 It was like 79 I think. Okay, then yeah. But still, it was it was pricey though. Yeah. But, well, I mean, it's – yeah, it's – I don't know if it's a very common one No. in terms of, of film. I don't know if a lot of people know about this one. Nah, yeah, it's kind of kind of quiet. I watched it actually within the past couple of years. I've only seen it once. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it is a badass film. But for some reason, I don't remember that much about it, man. I, I swear to God, something's fucking wrong with me. Uh, I don't know if it's like I watch some of these movies when I'm drunk and I don't remember some. But like, I remember having a good fucking time with this movie. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, honestly, you know, these eighty slasher films, they aren't groundbreaking like you know Oscar winning films. They're not yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. They're just fun to watch. Oh yeah. But it, but but you have to do it in a certain way. You have to make it good. You have to do the right setup. You have to make the right formula in order to make it kick. And this one kicks perfectly, like a Bruce Lee movie. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. So. The, the star power in this one's really impressive, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kelly Maroney, she was also in Night of the Comet. Oh, yeah. I think she's in some other stuff. Yeah. No, Barbara Crampton. Crampton, man. Reanimator, of course. Uh, yeah. Russell Todd was in Friday the 13th Part 3. Really? What he, did he play? Uh, he... he I don't remember his character. I just remember how he died. He, he was like, he got his foot cut in that trap and it like was upside down and then he got his throat slit. That's a badass yeah, character. Too, yeah, so. he's in this. Instead of getting throat slit by a mama's boy, he's getting fucking killed off by robots. Hell yeah, man. Oh, I was going to ask you if he died because I don't remember, but I feel like that's I, I, a spoiler. Uh, yeah, we won't say that. We'll leave that. I was going to tell you, but never mind. Um, <laughs> but no, that's, this movie's fantastic. Go check it out. Chopping Mall, great stuff. Just cheese, you know, just enough cheese. Not, not the overflow. In your mouth, or you can't breathe anymore. So. The queso fresco, fuck that queso fresco. Shit. <laughs> That's right. Ain't about it. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, we're a few, we're a few drinks deep, so yeah. Uh, Having a good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, number seven, dude. What do you got? This one, I loved it the first time I saw it. Watched it again, didn't like it as much. Watched it again, I loved it again. Yeah. Now, <laughs> because, that happens a lot. Yeah, man, it's so weird because the kill count's really high. The kill counts are really creative. 
yes. kill counts. The kills are really creative. Right. Um, they're really well done too, except the one bitch that dies in the the um, the bathtub. The, the one bitch, sir? It, it, like it melts. You mean you mean the lady? <laughs> oh, that I gotta dies? keep the PC. Sorry. <laughs> she like melts, and it's like this Ray Harryhausen effect. Oh shit! That's funny. Um, Harry Manfredini did the score. Obviously known for Friday the Thirteenth. Fucking awesome. He's he, and it's funny because you can just tell. You watch a movie and you're like, "Fuck, this sounds like Friday the Thirteenth." You just automatically know who who did the music, and the theme song to this sounds like a fucking pre, like a kindergarten <laughs> song. It's just so like wacky and. See, that's the same issue with some other films that I won't mention. Man. That, that I really wish they had done a better score. You won't mention. Yeah, Is it because it's coming up. Maybe possibly. Okay, well, you got to mention it then too, so I can I, I know what you're talking about. I will definitely do that. But yeah, man, Slaughter High, it's, it's cheesy as fuck. It's it's about as 80s as you can get. I've never seen it before. Really? Yeah. Dude, it's fantastic. There's so many 80s films I started to watch. I love 80s films, but I'm, but honestly, I'm just I'm a recent fan of 80s films, honestly. like Really? And, and I think that's just the fact of where my life has been in the past two decades, maybe. If you get that you're just like postponed back to the 80s now? Yeah, yeah, if you get that reference, then you, yeah, you're one of my good friends. So. See, I didn't. Well, yeah, you did. You just didn't notice it. You're drunk, so everybody. I'm not drunk, uh, <laughs> shithead. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, but no, it's eighty slashers are the best, and I've always known this. But like, like I said, I've always watched like the franchise stuff. So this non-franchise stuff definitely has taken, oh, yeah. as you say, your balls and attention, <laughs> and really kind of captured me. So yeah, yeah, I, I definitely need to watch this film. So yeah, and I'm actually looking up the kill count right now. Uh, for it, slashers are my thing. Um, on Instagram, I always post reviews of slasher films. I do like kill counts and, and fun facts and the right up. I try and make it witty, you know, try and make it a little fun. Yeah. So I'm trying to find my fucking slaughter high one so I can say the kill count. Yeah, it's 13. 13. That's not 13. bad. So it's pretty, it's pretty high. Yeah. Um, just a lot of fun, man. Just one of those ones, like you said, you throw on, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. The killer is like a nerd and it's kind of really fucked up because I'm pretty sure you've never seen a killer in a slasher film, z- taint. I don't know if I want to say killer's taint. Only you, one, I don't want to see most people's taints. You see this dude's taint in the first like five minutes of the film because he's like a, a nerd in high school and all these jocks are, are uh, picking on him. Of course, future kill bait, uh, the jocks are. Of course. And they literally catch him stripping for a girl that they set up. So he takes all his clothes off and they all bombard him. Oh, surprise. Ha ha. Fu- Jokes on you, nerd! Like you're naked, you know. You're naked. He's naked. Totally not even natural. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at your dick. Ha ha. Uh, you are right now. Yeah, and and they lift him up, and I swear to God, they helicopter this motherfucker. So you are just looking straight into Brown Town. You see everything, dude. You see his nutsack, and it's just you're you're kind of sitting there watching it, and you're like, oh, am I supposed to? To, like what the fuck is this? I mean, sometimes you gotta show everything, you know. And the fucked up there thing ain't is, ain't nothing wrong with that, buddy. <laughs> and the fucked up thing is, this the guy who played that nerd, who played the killer in this film, killed himself. What? A year later. Yep. Damn. That's. Yep. Odeed. Boy, that's uh. I, Simon Scudamore, I believe, is his I name. Think he played Marty. Nothing else to say film. about this, man. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. That is really sad. Yeah. Fuck. It's like you know. Was, could maybe him being bullied in this somehow have done something? I mean, that's a very common thing nowadays, so that's very yeah, possible. Man. Sheesh, yeah, That sucks, dude. But I need to watch this movie, though. I've heard a lot of good things about it. So. Slaughter High. Good time. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, my number seven film actually is one that you actually asked tonight, are we going to bring this one up? And I'm like, 
And I didn't say anything. I didn't say a word to you. Fuck, I, just, I can't remember. I just crossed my arms and looked at the ceiling. So um, let's go. <laughs> let's go back to 81. Okay, primo. 81. Can you guess it? Um, there's so many from 81. And for some reason, I can't remember. Oh, yep. I know. All right. I know, yeah, yep. I think you know what it is. This movie, a lot of my friends, have, I posted on my story the other night, a, a lot of my Canadian friends mm-hmm. like this, this post a lot. And I think we all know what it is now. <laughs> my Bloody Valentine. Fucking, okay, I'll just disclose this right now. About five years ago, I saw the original. I didn't like it at all. Really? I didn't like it at all. Okay. I fucking hated it. Saw the remake, fell in love with it. You like the remake? I fucking love the remake. Okay. Well, let's fast forward to about a year ago. Saw the remake again. Still didn't like it though. I'm like, hey. wait. I thought you said you liked the remake. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The original. I'm sorry. I saw the original. I saw the original. <laughs> I got I got mixed up. I'm, okay. I, I'm a little drunk. I think. Um, saw the original. Didn't like it still, but it wasn't that bad though. Like it wasn't like I hated it. I just didn't. Eh, I just didn't like it. The remake to me was like, all right, Tom Atkins. Fuck yeah. Everyone else can go suck a bag of dicks. Catch that fucking pickaxe in the chin. Yes, it's oh. fucking, that's a, that is a badass kill. I'll give you that. That's he is the best part of that film. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And then I and then I just watched it the other night, and I literally fell in love with this. The movie. original. Yes. Took you three tries. Yes, three oh. tries, and I was like, I am on fucking. Board. I don't know what it is about it, man. Watching the films in the past like few months, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I am falling in love with these films. I think it's just about the attitude you're going into it with. You know, Probably, if yeah. you kind of go into it and you're like, "Well, here's a film I don't want to watch, but I have to get it over with," you're not going to enjoy True. it. But if you're if it's if you have the next day off, you know, if you're sitting there with a fucking beer, you're going to have a good time. Well, I was watching it at work. So oh, I'm, I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting paid to watch it, so I'm like, "Fuck, my getting paid to watch it." So. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I hope no one's listening for my job i was working hard i promise uh, not watching movies and paying attention to the monitor so yeah um but uh but yeah just this movie is just so like the way that they talk and the way that they razz each other and the way that like the first part where they're coming out of the, of the mine and they all run to their cars and are running to the bar you know and it just it's just such a cool like friendship thing going on there and it's just so like cool to watch that and then like how the movie progresses just with the whole uh, you know, don't do the Valentine's Day dance and how like the hearts in the box and the, you know, the whole thing just, it just made sense to me. Like it just clicked on my head and I was like, this is just fantastic. Of course, you don't watch to the end and it's just like brilliant, yeah. fucking brilliant. So I, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of Canadians are cheering me right now. Thank you very much. I'm bowing right now. You can't see me, but, um, but just phenomenal. Just awesome. I know you like this movie. So. I do. Um, it's funny. Speaking of Canadian films, I forgot to mention happy, uh, Birthday to me is Canadian. Yes, well. it is. Yeah. There's a lot less um, stories. There's a lot less uh, aboots in Aboot? Happy Birthday to Aboots? Me. Yes. Dude, watching. Oh, my God. My Bloody Valentine. How about maze? Oh, yeah. You literally watched My Bloody Valentine, and it is just so visibly Canadian. Yeah. The way they talk. And it's funny because I actually met the cast um, last year, and I had one of them sign. He says in the film, he says, I'm so sorry as us uh, – Southerners like to say, right. but in the film, he's literally like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh my God, it's the best thing ever. So I had him sign that, uh, Paul Kelman who played TJ. Right. Um, and it's funny you mentioning like the characters, you know, them just playing around getting along and stuff. And it, I think this has one of the most likable cast yeah. in any slasher film. I agree. Cause they all get along. They're all having a good time. Well, except the kind of the clash between the two guys. Yeah, um, but that's, that's part of the storyline. So it, it's right. And that's the thing too, with the storyline, there's actually an underlying storyline. Like you, you, you care, it, it's about love and, and, and you care kind of about what happens to these people. And, and 
I don't know. I, yeah, I like it a lot. It's fucking fantastic. I mean, like I said, and it works. Like it's you know some some movies force stuff in, like they shoehorn stuff in. This movie just flows from start to finish, oh, honestly. Yeah. And honestly, the first time I watched it, the second time I watched it, I really didn't. I guess the second time it was more apparent, but like I don't know. This time it just, it just flowed. Like it just right into my heart. It just right there, right there, <laughs> it's right in the feels. So uh, anyway, that's my number seven pick. So it's a good one. Uh, definitely go watch that movie. You haven't seen the original oh. remake. I mean, it's not horrible. I've seen worse remakes, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not. Looking back, it does not touch the original at all. Honestly, it just no. does not. It just seems so like superficial and yeah. kind of fake. I don't well, know. The 3D thing too kind of messes with everything. They really yeah. push the 3D thing a lot. So that's true. But, but I mean, like I said, it's the worst things to watch. So you know, if you feel bored and you want to watch a shitty movie, don't watch Demon Wind. Watch Oh my God, My Bloody Valentine 3D. <laughs> That's anyway, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna stop there. Oh, <laughs> let's go to number six, man. What'd you go for number six? Good old Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell action. Hell yeah. Intruder. Fuck yeah, dude. 1989. You've seen that? I have. Oh my god. Now this is another one I was kind of really late to. I watched it maybe a couple years ago. Dude, it is brutal. And I I love different locales for slasher films. You're stuck with hospitals, forests, you know, carnivals a lot. How about a fucking supermarket? That's, you like watching people die in a supermarket? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, it's very different. So It is so different, and it's so cool, the, the tools they can utilize. They got the box crusher crushing a dude's fucking face. The the uh, meat saw across yeah. the face is the most brutal kill I have ever seen. It straight is, up. Dude, that, that fucked me up. And it's, it looks so realistic, too. That's the fucked up thing. Like, this saw's halfway through this dude's face, and you can see the look of pain on it. Like, it's just spit all over you. Right. I'm so excited. I like that, actually. <laughs> More where that came from. Uh, and, yeah, dude, the look of pain on his face as the saw is halfway through his head. It's, like, fucked up to think. Like, fuck, he's still feeling this, you know? And that look of struggle is kind of just really intense. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, the cheese in this film adds to the whole yeah. factor of this, the movie. But, like you said, the kills and the way they are portrayed, like, the practical effects are just fantastic. So. Oh, yeah. And Danny Hicks, who played the manager of the store... Was in Evil Dead too. He he's in several Sam Raimi films. I think he's in Dark Man and a couple others. Oh, Dark Man. Oh my God. Liam Neeson. So I mean, hey, I'm just crazy about this store. Yeah, dude. It's it's one of those I just saw recently too for the first time. Um, it, I really did enjoy it. Yeah, um, it's a little slower. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. I kind of I tend to like pause it and go do something else and come back and it just kind of drug on a little bit. Yeah, but I agree. But once you get past that part. It really pays off. Dude, the kills and the gore just, oh my God. Seriously, I cannot recommend this one enough. Like, if anybody were to ask me what is an underrated horror film I should check out, Intruder is pretty much always my answer. I Such agree. a good one. I agree, dude. 100%. Awesome. I'm glad you've seen that one. Yeah, I just, like I said, I just saw it for the first time two weeks ago. Or nice. Like yeah, so. Hell. I think it was because you told me about it. Like, did yeah, you, maybe. Did you do a review on your page for it? I have it written, but I didn't post it yet. I saw it somewhere. Yeah. I'm not sure where I saw it, but I saw it. Someone that posted something about it. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch that movie because huh. it's on it's streaming on Tubi, I think. Probably yeah, Tubi or Shutter. Yeah. So we check out one of those two. But yeah, it's, it's definitely. Well, I think it's Tubi actually. Yeah. Okay. But uh, definitely check that out. Um, all right, my number six film 
is let's let's jump forward. Let's uh, let's jump forward to whoa! I think it's 2015. Wow! Oh shit! That's a huge jump. Damn! That's from, the most recent one yet. From 80, uh, 81 and eighty six to twenty five. That's that's a big jump. Fuck. Right there. I'm trying to wrap my brain for. Because it's weird, you yeah, can. CD. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, hiding, I'm hiding my phone because I haven't pulled up on my phone, so let's see if you can guess it. It's just like with these slasher films, it's, it's you associate them with a year in the '80s. You know, you're like, oh, Friday right. the Thirteenth, '80. Yep. You know, Halloween '80 or '78. Yeah. Wow, I was fucking that up big time. <laughs> you got your roll there. But like newer slashers, like who the hell knows when the hell it came out? So, 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 yeah, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, it did, I definitely didn't cheat. Look up. Your guess is as good as mine. But it's uh, it, it's a different type of flasher too. It's not like a normal slasher film. Uh-huh. Uh, Funhouse Massacre. Oh, this movie yes. is so much fucking fun. Oh man, this just has. All right, Robert Englund's in it. I mean, yeah. How can you not love a film with Robert? Well, Englund? he's in the first five minutes and gets well, top billing. So. Who cares? I mean, fuck. <laughs> I don't care if he's in it for one second. I'm gonna love the film. True. Um, he's just like I said today. I said the well, the way that con's gonna get better is if Robert Englund's here, and he wasn't, of course, which pains me to say that but you know it is what it is um but back to this film it's just a good setup it okay people compare this to was hellfest yeah uh uh-huh it's better so much better hellfest to me is really shitty honestly i mean i didn't like hellfest at all people love it i just didn't like it so please tell me if you liked hellfest please let me know because i don't know why you think that i gotta know I gotta know why you like it so much. I like Hellfest. See, I didn't like it. Really? Why well, would you, are you just briefly tell me why you liked it? Just a couple of words. Theatrical slasher. You don't see slasher movies anymore being released theatrically. Kills. True. Uh, there's a dude that gets his fucking face smashed open, and you see a needle go into an eye. But that's it. I'm, the rest of the kills are boring. One hundred percent. Exactly why. I love the locale too. Everything looks well, so awesome. I mean, it's a fun house, but actually, I think the fun house in this movie looks better than the one in Hellfest. You think so? I like the yes. colors in Hellfest. I like the way this is set up because there's different rooms with the different people that are in it. That's it, true. It almost sets up on like a, like a thirteen ghost type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think some other films that are set up with like rooms. I can't think of any more with rooms in it, but it's the same type of thing though. It's like you know, it's, it has like this little niche that yeah. it, it fits in perfectly. the The kills are fucking fantastic. The characters are great. Um, you, the people are fucking douchebags, so you just want to see it knocked off. <laughs> oh, um, for sure. And then the big twist at the end is just fantastic. So the kill count is insane. The kill count is oh, dude, people get fucking killed. Dude. Fifty plus. Woo! I actually I sat down. I have a review written for this. That I didn't post yeah. fifty plus because so many people just left the writer getting off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that, that one scene. Yeah, I won't say what the scene is, but there's one scene where just all hell breaks loose. Oh yeah, it's it's and that was the thing too. Is I watched it the first time. I wasn't really. Too about it. Really? Our clown episode. Or there was an episode where we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it, I think. Um, and so I rewatched it recently because I, I, I don't know why. And I was like, fuck, man, this is a fun movie. The kills are great. And yep. there's just so, so many of them, too, that it's just constantly yep. something going on. It's Seriously, dude. Oh, really good fucking time. Clint Howard, too. Clint oh, Howard is just, just oh, dude, Courtney cre- Gaines. Creepy as fuck. Oh, Courtney Gaines is, is that always his name great. from Children of the Corn? Yeah. He, he plays a totally different role in this, which I love that. They, yeah. you know, because he's always known as like the sinister type, like but he's a dirty like, asshole. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he, you know, he runs the place, so it's like he's trying to like get money and make the money off of this place, and these fuckers are coming in and taking it over. And he's like, "Come on, guys, what the fuck is wrong with you?" you know? And they fucking just you know, do what they gotta do to him. So, yeah. no, this is like one of those fun movies to watch. Like, and I, I can understand like maybe getting like drunk watching this, getting high watching this. We're not advocating drug use, of course, but um, <laughs> anyway, um, but no, seriously, have some fun with it. Seriously, have some runs over, you know. 
do playing drinking games or whatever. It's it's just a fun movie. Do some meth. Yeah, meth or you know crack or you know, <laughs> whatever, uh, whatever hard drug you want to do. You know, drop some. Do acid. you boo boo? That's right. Acid drops here. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to our number five film. What you got, dude? Now, some might not classify this one as a slasher film. Ooh, do tell, sir. 2011. So newer again. Wow. Just, we're, it's funny how we jump. Yeah. We just jumped. In the I follow your years a lot, honestly. Because mm. I think you had an 81, and then I had Happy Birthday to Me. 86, 86. Slaughter High. And then back to 81, and then yeah. 86. So, you're next. Really? Yes. Wow, I'm going to tell you something later on. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, anybody listening already knows how much of a fan we are of this film. We talk about it all the time and how much of a badass Aaron is. Um, now, I'm almost remiss to call this a slasher because it's it's the protagonist is the slasher, which is different. I love that, though. That's, yeah, it's, it's such a different take. It's a, it's a nice cog in the wheel. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, kills are brutal. It's brutality. It's just a lot of fun. You're cheering for this girl as she just goes and kills people. It's a great fucking time. I, I mean, I can't recommend this one enough. See, and it's, it's funny because it was on my list. Was it was? It actually it was funny. It's funny you say that too because <laughs> I was like, huh, because it was at this exact spot at five, really at five, and I decided to bump it because, like you said, it's not a normal yeah. film. So I, I found something else to replace it that was even better. So Interesting. it's funny that you put that. I'm glad you did it, though. That's yeah. worked out perfectly that way. So, uh, But no, this film is, I, we've already talked about it so much. I mean, yeah. it's, I, yeah. I feel like all my opinions on it are already out there. Oh, yeah. If you need to go back and listen to more other stuff, you know, go back and listen because we really expel everything we think about this oh, yeah. film and about the protagonist, like we said, and just the way it's filmed. It just everything is fantastic. So, and again, I will say my catchphrase, if you haven't seen this <laughs> film, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, what the fuck? Seriously. Okay, now that we've sucked the dick of that film yes. a little bit, let me suck the dick of this next film. Oh. This film was one of my favorite films, literally. I mean, and I know I put it in a weird position, uh-huh. but like... Number five? Yeah, number five. Okay. Like, this just, it just... It's, what is it, 98. So, it's... Newer, but not really. Um, came right after the whole scream thing came out, so it's like you know, oh. riding the coattails. And, but it's, I just love the way they did it. They did a fantastic job. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just say it, Urban Legend. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. I was yeah. thinking of all those ones. Like I know what you did last summer. Yeah, yeah. Cherry Falls. Well, see, I was gonna add those on there, but of course, you got franchise tags with those. Yeah. Yes. And the reason I put this That's right there's three. I know what you did last summer. But see, there are two Urban Legend films. But I only count a franchise as three. Really? And and the second film of the Urban Legend series is fucking shit. So I, <laughs> I don't I don't even I don't even acknowledge it. Like it's not even a film. I didn't I've never seen it. It's second. horrible. Oh my god. <laughs> oh fuck me. It's that uh, bad? It's horrible. Is it like a slasher movie? It is, but it is terrible. That's so sad. Kills suck, the storyline mm-hmm. sucks, the acting is horrible. Oh, dude, it's atrocious. Just, no, don't even do it. If you're watching, watch Demon Wind. I'm telling you. Really? Yeah. Golly. Take note to that. Christ on a cracker. I just, Christ on a buttercracker, because I just gave her, uh, Demon Wind more billing than Urban Legend 2. Anyway, no. let's talk about some shitty-ass movies. Let's talk about Urban Legend. Um, Rebecca Gayhart 
had the biggest crush on her growing up. Which one was she? Rebecca Gayhart? Yeah, I mean, she was the one in the film that was really hot. She, was she the fucking main one? I don't, give me, I don't know. I want to say because I don't want to ruin anything for anybody. If they haven't seen it before. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, look her up <laughs> on IMDb right now. But um, as I'm talking. But yeah. this film is just fucking unreal. Like he takes, of course, I mean, the name Urban Legend, you know, he takes Urban Legends and brings them to life. I mean, it's, it's it almost reminds me of uh, uh, Campfire Tales that does the same type of thing. We, have, we cover that in the uh, anthology Okay. Show. That's another one I haven't seen. Yeah, and that's another one you get to see. Because they also take Urban Legends and turn them into actual, like, you know, physical movies. Uh-huh. But this kind of takes it and turns it into a slight great slasher film. And it's just the kills are fantastic. The acting is great. The actors, you know, Joshua Jackson and, again, like I said, Rebecca Gayhart and uh, Alicia Witt. I mean, just all of them. Just, uh, we've got fucking Danielle Harris. I mean, oh my God. yeah, our boy saw him today and. Holy shit. Yes. I've never seen a smile that big in my entire life. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I Horror that. stiffies raging everywhere. For anybody that wanted – so okay. So for anybody that wanted to see Danielle Harris mid-sex with a um, leash around her neck, there then you here you go. Urban legend is your favorite. That's, that's your bread and butter right there, baby. Right there. Um, <laughs> wow, but, she is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she's a Noxzema girl. I don't know. You probably don't mean much to you because you're so like – Noxzema. Noxzema. You know, Noxzema, the face wash. See, you're too young. Yeah, He's like 10, okay. so don't worry about him. <laughs> but like, yeah, she was like the shit back in the day. Um, but I, everything about this film is just fucking awesome. Of course, Jared Leto is in there. I can't stand that fucker. I just There's don't like it that movie, movie is chalk full Robert of Robert England, too. Yeah, yeah he's, he's as the professor, yeah. And it's cool because in his office, there's a little Freddy doll. Yes. Or, or a glove or something. It's, yeah, you know? it's, it's a reference to Freddy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, But yeah, like I said, this movie is just awesome. I'm not going to write anything about this film because it is just awesome. Go watch it. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you've seen it, go watch it because it's fucking badass. So That's one I've seen very recently as well. Really? Yeah, man. I haven't seen it in a while. Year, I've seen it for the first time. I need to watch it again, but it is – oh, God, it just – it just takes me back to like my growing up days. Like you said, oh, yeah. Scream and uh, No Went to Tell the Summer and like, Urban Legend. Those three to me are like just great movies. So. Urban Legend is definitely in the upper uh, echelon of late 90s slashers. Yeah. Oh, and, without a doubt. And I know I'm showing my hand on a few of these things, you know, but I think that's going without saying. Yeah. Um, yeah we, just, all, we all know you. We, we all, all know, know what your number one is. We I all think. know. We all know what it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, if, if I didn't choose it, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with Wes? Uh, he's heart attack, stroke. What is going on here? So, you know, we know that. So His left side's paralyzed. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm just hanging. You know, but, but, uh, <laughs> damn. You can put in the hospital. Savage. Dude. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all right. So, just get your queer. I mean, I know you said Oh, uh, yeah. Already, it's yeah. a lot of fun, man. Each of the kills are based off of, like, an urban legend. Which I'm just trying to think of some like ones about like flashing lights, and it's an urban legend that if you flash back, then they'll kill you. Just like stuff like that. Well, it's the one. It's the one of the boyfriend that gets hung from the tree above the car and scraping inside the car. Yeah, which that's one of my favorite like urban legends of all time. And it's, and it's so fun because you know of certain urban legends in your mind, and you're like, oh, I wonder, you know, what's going to be shown, and and it's it's just a lot of fun because yeah, it's it, the kills have purpose. Yes, that's the purpose is. For an urban legend, and it, yep. it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, and then like they use like the dry, like they throw dry ice in the pool and stuff. Yeah, and, just, uh-huh. and, and what do you even forget about? You know, yeah. there's one I'm not going to say that happens with Robert England that I fucking love, um, but I'm not going to don't ruin it though because it's a fantastic. I'm just trying to remember. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, anyway, um, but yeah, go watch Urban Legend right now. Fucking pauses for a minute or like an hour and a half, I guess, and go watch it. Come back. <laughs> but anyway. Um, all right, I think we're on to uh, number four. We're kicking ass in these things. Yeah, so, uh, what do you got for number four then? 
back in the golden age, baby. Year's 83. Damn, dude. Yeah. Going back to the day. You uh, have any in mind? I can't think. My brain, my brain literally is shut off right now. Um, damn it, I can't think. All right, so I'll just go ahead and tell you. House on Sorority Row. Ooh, no, okay. So this, yeah, so this is the original, right? Yes. Yeah, so no, without mentioning, we probably should have mentioned at the beginning, we don't count films with a remake as a franchise. You know, like, for instance, or I don't know if you have or not, but for instance, this movie, this movie had a 2009 remake, but it didn't have any sequels. Right. So I, I personally didn't count the remakes because... Yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck it, well, why not? Well, a remake is different, though, I think. It's a different animal. 100%. Universe. Yeah. So, dude, House on Sorority Row, man. These This group of college girls accidentally kill their mother. What's that called? The house mother? House mother, yeah. House mother. And then hide it up, and then they each get picked off one by one. Kills are great. Um, girls are beautiful. Uh, the head in the toilet's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. That's yeah. a good kill. And, and see, I hate toilets, so that, yeah. to me, was even worse. Also, I, you really hated the visit. Fuck. Oh, the, dude. Who, Poop Dude, thing? <laughs> I, well, no, no, no. It's actually just toilets. Like it's just the physical. Toilet. Oh, so it's not actual like. Body I mean, I mean, you. I mean, yeah, no, no. I've had, I've had four kids, dude. That doesn't bother me at all. No, just the actual physical toilet. Like, you see this? Have you seen Look Who's Talking? Yes. The scene the, where the kid's afraid of the toilet. And it's like, yes. rawr, it's got the mouth and shit. Yeah, that's why. That's I see it every time yep. I see the toilet. That's what I think of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That scene that fucked me up. Dude, fuck. Oh, yeah, God. God. That's a horror movie in itself. We should put that on the list. Yeah, shout out to John Travolta again. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Christy Alley fucking knocking it out of the park. Um, but yeah, so that's all you got for... Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, I feel like I should talk about this one more, but like, it's just a straight... It's number... What are we at? Four? Number four, yeah. It's just a fucking great slasher movie. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Like, I fully functional agree. Like, I, it's fully, one of those... Well, Fully functional agree? Did I say that? Fully functional? Fully, I just fully agree. The functional <laughs> part came in because I guess the movie's functional. Again. Sounds cool. I, I guess so. You know, if you would have just rolled with it, I wouldn't have questioned it. I Nobody know. else would have. I know, no, no, I know someone out there's going, fully functional? What the fuck is he talking about? But this is one of the ones where the film just speaks for itself. There's yep. nothing I can really say. It's just a fucking great movie. True, you I agree. Like I said, it's like the kills are great. Yeah. It's just a storyline. It, it's not convoluted either. It's, no. It, you know, it makes sense. So. Simplicity. Yes. Simplicity yeah. is the way to go. Yes. Great movie. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, <laughs> damn, that was brutal. Um, okay, my number four film is going to surprise a lot of people. Ooh, I and, love these. Yeah, I love dude. these. Because I've actually, I think I've actually said in the past of how much I didn't like this movie. Yeah. And it's not Demon Wind. Um, <laughs> dude, I would literally, I would straight up shit my pants right now if you put Demon Wind on your slasher <laughs> list. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Voluntarily, too. Like, yeah. Fuck it, I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah, I'd be like, all right, the podcast is over. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, no, uh, let's go back to 74. Oh, yes. Yes. Let's go back to 74. I I really hated this film. Like, I really didn't like it at all. Uh-huh. I thought it was boring. I thought it was stupid. I thought the kills were dumb. I thought it drug on for too long. I, it was just convoluted. Very good way to put that. Mm-hmm. But recently, I've seen it two or three times recently with a few people. Uh, Steffi, if you're listening, uh, shout out to you. Um, she loves not scary movies. Go check her out. Um, but I really, really enjoy this film now. I get, with the last viewing I had of it. I don't think you said the title of it yet. Oh, I haven't. I'm getting there. Oh, man. This is a long Yeah, yeah I'm building up to it. I am building up big time. <laughs> it's like you're going to explain the whole movie and you're like, and it's this. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Probably, you never know. But like watching this film on this last viewing, I'm like, damn, this has some really good aspects to it and really good points that I've like missed the first time. I know what it time. is too, and I'm I'm glad you came around. Yes, this movie is Black Christmas. Um, I don't. I, I think I've voiced it a few times of how much I just like this film, but I am totally on board. The the scene where the, all the girls are, are gathered on the phone and he's just giving that long rant of just nasty words and the shit. Pig and, squeals. Yeah, the pig squeals. Just he's just creepy as hell, man. That is straight up. Prob- if we had a top five list of most terrifying moments in film, that would be one, I two, three, maybe. Fully agree. It's just every time I watch it, it's so sick. Yeah. Like the spiel he goes on is just really just Dirty, Disgusting. so dirty, and, and, I, and I say that like it's not in a good way. And he's like, like the saying way. the c word, yeah, and that just hits home, and then just squealing like a pig. It is so gross. Yeah, and see, I, I think I, I think I was skated over that a few times. Skated, in a, in a, skated, uh, skated. <laughs> I like skated better. Use that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't skate on anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> skeet scat, whatever. Um, Scoated. <laughs> I scoat. I scoat. <laughs> I don't like that. There we go. <laughs> Our new word, scoted. Hashtag scoted. There it is. There's a new hashtag, folks. Look for that one coming soon. Do a post near you. Um, no, but like, and, and the kills are really good. Um, the kill with the golden, or not the golden, but the There's glass. There's not one. a lot, but it packs a punch. Oh, yeah, the glass unicorn. Of course, okay, now one problem you have with this film that I will never get over, ever. He kills a girl with the bag over the face and leaves her in the chair in the attic. You can plainly see her from the street <laughs> the entire film. But it's but it's Christmas break. No cars are going to and from. Dude. So they're in the house, but no one's outside. Okay, I'll I'll tell you right now. I work at a university. I work during Christmas time. There are always people on campus yeah. at Christmas time. Especially, you know, the, the courtesy officers, the, the police department officers are always on campus hmm. look, checking houses, whatnot, at least looking at them from the front. And you can clearly see that bitch with that plastic bag on her face the entire fucking movie. And I'm like, why the fuck hasn't someone gone up to find out what's wrong with her? And why would the killer put her there? Because he wants to show his off, probably show off, you know, his kill. Okay. But like, okay, so he's showing it off. So someone look at it and yeah. go fucking find out what the fuck's going on with this Plastic bag bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> plastic bag bitch. Yeah, the PBB. She's um, a nice lady. Yeah, she's, no, you know, she's all right. But, uh, <laughs> but no, okay, that's only really the only qualm I have in the movie. But otherwise, like the kill with, uh, you know, when the, the house mom goes up the stairs and or the, the oh, ladder. Oh, pulls her up. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's fucking brutal. Um, Margot Kidder with the fucking unicorn. Dude, Kidder, man. Okay, like as, okay, her as an actress, if you watch her as she progresses through her acting career, she was on meth. Dude. Dude, she took a dive. She was hot. She's actually pretty good looking at this film. Like, I she know she young. had a really bad bipolar and depression. But thing. she was on drugs too, though. I think. Was she? Yeah, she, I think that's why she cast a coat. But, she was an Amity too, wasn't she? Yes. Okay. But you can see her her steady decline in every film she goes, hey. oh, God, it's horrible. I feel so bad She's for her. She's still alive, isn't she? No, I think she died. Look that up. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> Get on that. <laughs> but, but no, like, I oh, man. She did die recently. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I thought, that's uh, what I thought. May 13th of last year. Wow. Story. Wow, that, Two days before my birthday. That's crazy. Huh. Uh, that's why I think I remembered it. But, um, but anyway, but she's phenomenal in this film, honestly. Yeah. She's, she's fucking great. And of course, you have uh, Nancy's father as the cop, as he always plays. Oh, my God. That's what we were just talking about. The John Saxon every yes. single fucking time plays goddamn cop. Usually an asshole, too. Every time, dude. I love it. But he, he plays a great one, though. I mean, that's what he does best. That, that other professor. I love him so much. I know, dude. He's great. He's, he's great. Um, but anyway, I'll, I'll, I've talked about it, about this movie, but, uh, just give me a few words of what you think about it. 
I fucking love it. I have a review for this one, so I have a few fucking like fun facts. You know, oh, this is fun. You know, perfect. Um, it's actually really funny because in the film, um, people on the campus, someone asked the one of the fathers of the girls asks, "What sorority house are they in?" Just a random student. He, he says Pi Kappa Sig. But in, like, the houses of the sorority, it's, like, cl- like graduation classes. You know, like, class of this, class of this. Right. On all of those, it they, it's labeled Pi Beta Phi. Well, okay, that's funny because, like I said, I work on a campus, and those things change. They do change a oh, lot. Oh, they change all the time? They do. But it's a fucking movie. I know, I know. Continue. Uh, continue. I, uh, I get you. I get you. But in continuity. Rea- but in reality, though, they do change. So, like, yeah, it's, I agree I with you. I know that. Yeah, I agree with you. But, yeah, they do change. Not, not often, but they do. Because, like, right now, like, we have a list of all of them that we have to check and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And if one someone calls in, well, we have a, we're at this sorority. I don't see it listed here. Was there a name for it? Oh, okay, I got it. Never mind. Oh, it's this name rather than this name. So yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up. But, okay. Um, but like you said, for continuity re- uh, purposes, it would have helped. But that makes sense. Yeah, but it, but in reality, it does line up. So and I guess, uh, Bob Clark apparently has a stiffy for Christmas films. He really does. He directed a Christmas Story. I mean, Which Christmas is Story is one of the best movies of all time. Dude, no doubt. That movie scares the hell out of me. Fucking ter- Scud or whatever the fuck his name is. That little red really? Fuck, just creating havoc. He's in uh, Freddy, uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Goddamn street tough. Fucking awesome, dude. That movie, street that tough he is in this movie. He's love, scared. I watch it. They run it 24 hours on TBS on Christmas. I watch it like And he's got that times. fucking wolf hat, dude. Oh, hell yeah, man. scared the hell out of me. And then dude. when Ralphie goes ape shit and oh, beats the God, fuck I out I love that part. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> take that. Fuck that fucker. Zach Ward, yeah, is who plays Scud. Scud? Scud? Whatever it is. Yeah, he's in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. I like him now. He's not as scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, that scene where he slits his wrist is kind of gross, too. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's nasty. Anyway. anyway. It's also funny, too, Black Christmas. Miss Mac, the house mother, uh-huh. she, you see her drinking four separate times, like yes. stashing drinks. And yes. So, she's such a lovable house mother, too. Oh, I know. She's all about it. I love it, dude. I so love good. It. I love it. So and also, good. you see Margot Kidder smoke four different cigarettes, too. Wow, really? Yeah, I didn't uh, notice yeah. that. Yeah, I did a review of this movie, and I was like doing kill counts, and I was like, I need to start counting other things, because a lot of things are happening a lot. It's sick count? <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Uh, drinking I count? Li- I literally posted it. Oh, look at that. Go check his Four. review out. <laughs> Slashing Captain is his, uh, his page. Go check it out. That's fucking awesome. Uh, um, but yeah, that is that is cool. That is really fucking cool. Yeah, Black Christmas, great movie. Hell yeah. Um, all right. Top three, baby. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. What do you got from three, man? Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So we got Black Christmas, man. I love it for all the reasons we just said. We get to make this podcast a little bit shorter now because I literally just talked all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking movie. Like we mentioned, the phone calls are just absolutely disturbing. Um, yeah, John Saxon is a cop, asshole cop. I mean, all the time. Doesn't get any better than that. Yep. So yeah, I mean, number three, I got Black Christmas. I pretty much said all I need to say. It's nice. There's not really a twist. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you kind of get the gist of it, I guess. You know, uh, this movie is just the the topics it touches is just so disturbing. Because mm-hmm. the little boy, obviously, what what his mother does to him, that um, very disturbing. Yeah, and and it it's like just pretty much textbook how to create a psychopath. Pretty much, you know, pretty and it, it's it's just so this movie's gross and it's really creepy. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of those films that I think holds up. Pretty much better than any film from 
the early to mid seventies. See, and it, at first I thought it didn't, but after we were watching again, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It really does. Yeah, because we talked about this before, and you said you weren't a fan, and it literally blew my mind. This is yeah. my favorite Christmas horror film. No, well, it's not my favorite. I think not. Well, maybe now, maybe it might. Yeah, it might be actually no. We think of like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I just it's, no, that's one and two. Easy the cheesy dude. Oh, cheesy in the movie is fucking fantastic, man. And of course, you got the. I won't go into it. Running from the hills of Wisconsin. We're talking about later on. I'm not going to that right now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, what do you think about the remake real fast? I like it. I've watched the remake before I watched the original, believe really? it or not. Really? Um, I love the twist that they added with bringing in the sister and, and, and the jaundice thing. I don't think it holds a torch to the original whatsoever. Um, I don't like it as much at all. There is, it definitely has its faults, but the kills are nice. It does a lot of CGI, and you have Michelle Trachtenberg, who like what the she was. What are you fucking looking at me like that for? I don't. You don't like it? No, I fucking hate it. When's the last time you saw it? Like six months ago. I think you should revisit it and no. just go in with no nope. an open mind. No, nope, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> a lot of people do hate it though. I fucking hate that movie. And I think the added twist was really cool. Um, the flashbacks and all kinds of stuff that the, the remake did. I just don't know. I, I think I think you're doing. <laughs> Agree with, to disagree. Your demon witness is coming uh, out. No way. Yeah. I no think, way. I think the love of shitty movies is definitely <laughs> helping you with that one. But. James from Vinegar Syndrome likes uh, Demon Wind. That's all I'm going to say. All right. He's a cool guy, but he can kiss my ass and that shit. Um, <laughs> Miss me with that shit. Yeah, we love you, dude. Though seriously. Um, all right. Moving on from that long rant or long praise of that movie um, and rant about the remake. Uh, mine, let's jump back to 2014 for a minute. Let's jump back on the, yeah. Oh, man, you're current. really recent. Yeah, dude. This really is interesting. Yes. I would have pegged you for an 80s guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a remake. Well, okay. I say that loosely. 14. It's not only a remake. That's late in the remake phase too. It's like a, it's like a remake documentary maybe type movie thing. Oh, I th- oh okay. Uh, I didn't really like the original that much of this movie. It's okay. Like, it is it's it is what it is. Um, but the remake, really, it, it actually has the original movie in it, which is blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, say it so I know what we're talking about. Well, the movie you is, were cleaning these up to I know, dude. I, I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. And it's the Tongue of Dreaded Sundown. Okay. That's what I thought. So, like I said, I, I didn't see the original before I saw the remake. Just well, whatever it is. I'm not sure what I mean. 76? Yes, 76. You're right. Okay. Um, but like this, it's just so brilliant. This yeah. movie is so fucking brilliant because it like takes this movie that was a big hit and the town that you know it was involved with it show it every year, and then one year, fucking someone just decides to make the kills happen, and it's just phenomenal. Like it's it's fucking awesome. Uh, it's it's a very dark movie. Um, the kills are fantastic. The trombone is the one that oh, comes dude. to mind. With the yes. <laughs> and I love the way you re- they remade that too. So it's, just, and, and they, they add some new things into it as well. Um, uh, but it's just, it's just a really well-made film. It really creeps you out. It really, uh, the gore is good. There's a scene where chick just gets hacked to death in her car, man. Good I don't God. remember much from this one. Oof, God, I mean, it's just, it's badass. It really is. That's high up on your list, man. That's high praise. It is, dude. It's a very good, yeah. I, I can, I've watched this movie probably 15 times. Really? Yeah, it's I've really it good. Once. It's really good. I just, I really enjoy it. I agree um, with you on the original though. Yeah. I think it's just so dry. It's, yeah. it's so boring. Yeah. It's got that documentary style and not a lot happens. Yeah. I mean, that's oh. when the kills are okay. Like I said, but I think they, I think they do them better in the, in the oh, remake. Yeah. Thing, whatever it is. It's definitely one of those cases where a remake just kind of brings in a life, certain amount of life that 
you know, the original didn't have. Right, right. I totally agree with that. Um, I'm trying to see. There's someone that I think it's IMDb that kind of says what it is. Um, Anthony Anderson, too, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Might be his only horror movie. Possibly. I don't like it, doesn't really say what it, but there's some, some site actually tells like what it is. Like they actually categorize it as something. I can't remember what it was, but it's like, it's something like a, like a remake documentary type movie thing. I don't huh. know. Anyway, um, just phenomenal film though. If you haven't watched it, go watch it right now. Cause it is, it will definitely suck you out. There's oh, yeah. sucking for the first time. <laughs> uh, I try to not use suck as much. I use suck a lot. So you do. I'm all about the suck. You do. Yes. Um, okay. Um, I think we're to number two. Two. Yeah. Wow, that's flying by. Well, it's flying by. We're, we're in a minute. We're a minute. We're usually ending a normal episode. Yeah, this but time. this is slasher, so we knew we'd go long. But, uh, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, all right. Top two. Here we go, man. What you got for number two? said primo like 10 times it's really, really lost its charm so i'm gonna quit saying that <laughs> <laughs> 81 great year for slashers some would say huh yes the burning fuck yeah dude. Yes. hell yeah this film i just watched within the past couple years man i've only been like a diehard horror fan for like four or five years now but before that i enjoyed a lot of movies i'd seen all the friday 13th night Elm treats and then i started to delve into these non-franchise you know ones that you don't hear about very often dude if this came, a lot of people combine this with Friday the Thirteenth, it's like oh, it's a Friday the Thirteenth ripoff. They were being filmed at the exact same time. Yeah, you can't. There's no. There's no. I mean, yes. okay, okay. There is a way, but back then, especially, it would be yeah. really, really, really difficult to rip that off. Okay. Nowadays, I'll give you that with the internet and everything, with the easily accessible, you know, stuff on the internet. Uh-huh. I could see how that would definitely be a thing. But yeah. back then, it would be so hard to rip this off. Oh, God, yeah. Like, you'd have to, like, stake out and, like, fucking steal, like, you know, written plots and shit. I mean, it would be difficult. And honestly, I'm pretty sure the average horror fan would say that this is better than the original Friday the 13th. And I I would agree. I raise my hand. Right I, I, it's oh, we all the know that. villain. I mean, Pamela Voorhees is fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. But Victor Crops, or what is it? Cropsey. Cropsey yeah. What's his first name? Does it say? I, I will say Victor I, I think, Crowley. I know. I think, I think it's just Cropsey. They just call him Cropsey. Okay. Well, yeah. I think they say it, but I, I forgot what it was. The kids fucking kill them when they're kids, and then like 10 years later, they're counselors or some shit like that. I don't really know the depth of it. But he comes back. It's a revenge slasher. Right. That's pretty much what I'm getting at. Crops right. comes back. He's just this burnt, mutilated looking dude. Kills are great. The raft scene. Best scene of all time. Iconic. Probably. Iconic, dude. Fucking oh. iconic. Yep. I could just. The. the When Fisher Stevens. Gets his fucking fingers chopped off. He's just like sitting there screaming at it. And then, well, I mean, oh. what else are you supposed to do? I mean, like your yeah. fingers are chopped off, so you don't know what the fuck to do yeah. next. You're like, I'll just look at him and watch him spurt blood. I guess. <laughs> ah. Oh my god, look there! You know, you took a little too much off the top there, buddy. But hey, you know, god damn, it, I just got a manicure. Yeah, no. <laughs> manscaping. Uh, <laughs> but dude, it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. And if it if, if they happen to release this one before Friday the 13th. Who's to, who's to say that that one would have gotten the franchise and Friday the 13th would have died? True. You know? True. Uh, well, I mean, well, I mean Cropsey is one of those well-known, you know, urban legend yeah. type things. So, I mean, it, I, I'm kind of sad it didn't get franchise status. But. Top 10 unsung heroes. Top I, five. Top three. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's maybe a good top episode. five. Maybe top five. That's a good episode. There you go. All right. People that don't get the recognition they deserve for it. There you go. Oh, all right. Yeah. Write that down somewhere. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to go on to my number two film. My number two film. Let's go. 1981. Oh, oh is shit. It, is it? Just Before Dawn. Oh, okay. Okay. I Okay. And I, I will admit another one that I watched a while back that I just didn't like. I thought it was boring. I thought yeah. it was stupid. Rewatched it's it again. Serious. I rewatched it again literally three days ago. And I was like, holy shit. Why was I not in love with this film earlier? <laughs> Honestly, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, this film is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just, it's just from the very get-go, like the whole church scene where he's, you know, the guy comes in and he stabs the guy in the stomach and he steals his hat and his jacket like it's normal. Like, oh, here we go. I'm going to this one new jacket and a new hat. Let's go fucking have fun, you know? And, yeah. but, but the characters are all dumb shits, of course, and they're all fucking morons. And the guy's like, oh, Mr. GQ and standing out in front of the RV like, oh, look at me. I'm a fucking badass. You know? <laughs> but, you know, um, but it's like. Is that the one that looks just like uh, Rocky from Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yes. Blonde hair dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, looks, he almost looks like uh, Dauber from Coach, too. Okay. Uh-huh. Like a much smaller version. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But So Tim Curry's a fan, right? Yeah, but probably. It's a Rocky joke because he's really sexually into Rocky. Right. So that he means he would like this film. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Just before dawn. But it is it is slower. There's I, one kill in the first I hour. I can almost see you just crashing and burning on that one. Badly. What do you mean crashing and burning? I don't know, dude. That was a good fucking joke. Yeah, it was all right. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't give a hard time, man. I like oh. when you get all fired. You're kind of sexy. Yeah, man. I got some fire. Um, hell, you do. Um, anyway, back to the film. Um, like I said, just it's just a great slasher film. You know, great kills. Uh, the storyline with uh, you know the the backwoods killers just um, you know wrong turn. Hello, I mean they fucking I don't say they stole it, but they borrowed heavily from this movie. Um, like that inbred, like yeah. fucked up. But it's like in the woods. yeah, but it's like the like interaction with with the girl. Like that was kind of strange. And like okay, like. She wanted to kind of hang out with one of the guys, and he was like, "No, fuck that, I can't do that." And then she's like, "All right, fuck you then." You know, you want you want to turn me down? Fuck you. We're gonna fuck have all fucking you know group people. So, yeah, it's just it's just a great film. Um, very underrated, honestly. I think people hear about this film and go, "Oh yeah, that's that's cool," but a lot of people really don't like it. Honestly, like me included, I didn't like it a lot for a while. So yeah, but uh, just fantastic. So, what do you think about it? I like this one a lot. It's a lot more serious than your '80s slashers go. It's there's no humor. No. It's just very, very kind of gritty and serious. And that whistling tune, I can't remember how it goes now, but it, it's yeah. genuinely creepy as shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved it. But it is a little slower. There's only six people that like, get killed in the film. True. Well, there's only a few people in the film yeah. to start with, so yeah. Yeah. The twist is great. Oh, this is great. It's but, awesome. Okay. I posted this in my story, too. The scene where at the end where she is – Shoving her arm down his throat. Oh yeah. Does anyone else find that like hot? What? Like that was. I don't know, dude. You want your fist throated? I mean, or your throat fisted? My, my, my fist throated, throat fisted. <laughs> I just want a throat and a fist together somehow. Um, however that works out, it, it's up to you. But I don't know that man. She's like writhing all over him and like shoving her like arm down his throat. And I'm like, damn, that's fucking hot. Girl, it takes charge. Hell yeah. I mean, she just fucking takes his throat and makes it into a big. Fucking vagina. I mean, <laughs> shit. It's every man's dream. Seriously, it's my dream. I mean, uh, anyway, back to what I'm saying. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but it, like I said, it's a badass film. So uh, definitely go check it out. So, yeah. 
And that's all I got to say about number two. So we have finally arrived at oh, our man. number one slasher, non-franchise slasher films. Oh, man. So please tell our listeners and myself what you have for number one. Valentine. Oh, hell yes. yeah. <laughs> I fucking love this movie, dude. Like we mentioned earlier, the characters, most likable characters in a slasher film, in my eyes, um, when they're at the bar, they're just having a good time. You're, you feel like one of them, you know, like they, they act how normal friends act with one another and they're just having a good time being dumb fucking kids. You know, let's go, to, let's go inside a, a mine and have sex, right? Ooh, <laughs> spicy. That's fun. That's going to be a great time. Hell yeah. Uh, fucking coal everywhere. You know? yeah. coal, coal, gets, coal gets everywhere. I'm talking I, everywhere. I, I don't. I've never dealt with a mine, so I'll take your word for it. We we had we had a coal. Uh, we burned coal at Vanderbilt uh, to power the entire campus. What is this? 1894. It was. We just got rid of it about. That was when actually I first got there four years ago. Oh, okay. We got rid of it as I was getting there. So, uh-huh. but we huh. turned to like the gas turbines. But yeah. So it. But dude, you you walk into my like our room still four years later and rub your finger on a desktop. You took a little bit of coal residue. God damn. Weird, dude. It's so fucking weird. That sucks. That's probably my lungs right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Vanderbilt. Appreciate you. I'll die early. It's I'm fine. I'm fucking die, but who cares, you know. It's just everything you want a slasher. Menacing killer. Memorable. A fucking minor. No other film has that. I love the, fir- uh, the first scene, too. I don't know if you're talking about this. The first scene where he's with the girl, and... He sees her tattoo on her breast. Oh yeah, God, that's just, her yes. And of course, you know, he reaches behind and like puts his axe in the back. Like you think yeah. he's just being a badass, uh-huh. but then he fucking pushes her. Oh god, this is fucking brilliant. The the twist, yes, is fucking great too. It's dude, just stereotypical slasher film. I watched the remake before the original. Yeah, because I was I was born in ninety four, so the the time the two thousand nine remake hit craze. Right. I was 15, 16. That's right when I was getting into horror. So all yeah. these remakes were coming out. I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want to watch those boring old movies. I want to watch all these new ones. And I watch I these ones that. and I like them a lot. Yeah. And then I finally get around to watching the originals. I'm like, fuck, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Because like you mentioned, My Bloody Valentine, the 2009 remake, is it's decent enough. Yeah. You know, it's good. The kills are great. CGI, though. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> but, dude, the original just – the remake does not capture that friendliness, the the – you see yourself as one of them. Yes, the camaraderie and, between yes. those people is just awesome. Yeah. yeah, and it's about putting yourself in. And the, the character, the lead character, TJ, he has the most heterosexual <laughs> fashion sense I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this motherfucker wears a bandana around his neck like goddamn Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> the ascot Fred. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Who does that? I, I'm God. pretty sure that was never a thing. At least uh, in Canada. It was. Well, in yeah, Canada. it was, but like... I don't know if it's very oh, well received. Hey, uh, hey, hey! Uh, go watch Tusk, just so you know. <laughs> oh God! I throw that in there. Uh, my the my Tusk is your demon wind, so there you go. Um, I don't hate that. Though. Oh fuck you! I uh, yeah, it was a good thing. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> my bloody Valentine, dude! Fucking great movie. You know how I feel about it. I love it. I, mean, I, 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 I digress with the fact that like. I wanted to put it higher, but I just I'm just developing a love for it. Yeah. I'm sure if you asked me six months from now, I'd be a lot higher on my list. But right now, that's where it sits. I love it. Like I do love it. So did you watch the uncut version? It's kind of harder to find. I don't know. A lot of the DVDs and stuff don't have it. I think I watched it on a streaming service. So probably not. It was just like elongated gore scenes. 
So like when her uh, uh, Ellen Udy's character, I think her name was Sylvia, mm. is that pipe just pushes her against the pipe and it comes out her mouth. Yeah. Do you see the water coming out? I don't think I saw that. The, I don't think I, was I need to cut. watch that. I need to watch yeah, that one. Yeah, dude, because it, it all the, all the kills are pretty much elongated in the Fuck uncut that. version. You see just more of everything. It's all right, cool. I'll do that. Then. I'll definitely watch that. Excellent. Perfect. Um, all right. Number here, one. Here's the last no one. No surprise. Um, okay, so let, I'm going to take a film that was made just about like nine months ago. This is a very recent film. I mean, very recent film. What? Um, yeah. I'm, like I said, you'd be surprised by number one. Oh, my God. So This whole fucking time I was thinking it was Scream with forgetting that Scream was a franchise. Fuck, not, this entire time. You really thought that? Yes. Really? Yes. You really thought I was going to say Scream? Yes. Even though we talk about non-franchise films. That's why I, I completely forgot it was a franchise. God, okay. Yeah. No, oh, no, this no. is exciting. I'm excited again. So, no, I'm really fucking with you. It's uh, The Burning. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So good. Yeah, dude. I, I saw this film again, just recently again. And, and I, it's one of those films I've always loved. But, like, on the I'm watching again. I, watched, I haven't watched it in probably, gosh, probably a year. Yeah. Watch it again. It just I, everything about this movie just is so fucking brilliant, dude. I mean, it doesn't deserve a toilet flush, but uh, it's it's great. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I, I just you know from like you said, it it is more superior. All right, damn, my mind's fucked up right now. It's late as shit. Uh, it is far superior. Yeah, far superior to Friday the Thirteenth Part One. We've already talked about how I don't like that movie very much. Mm-hmm. I love Pamela Voorhees. I love Betsy Palmer. I just don't like the movie. This movie really hits it perfectly. Um, Cropsey, like I said, is a legendary killer. Like I say, Pamela Voorhees was in one film, and that's it. Yeah, you know, she yeah. brought it up a little bit, but like, like I said, Cropsey's one of those that like he he's lasted through time. And so, it's a shame that it never got the recognition it deserves. Yeah, and that's no. the thing: the horror community absolutely loved this film mm-hmm. because they. It's not truly underrated because everyone knows about it and true, likes it. True. But if you're not a horror fan, you have no clue yeah. what it's about. Like no clue. But it's no like clue. I said, it, it is probably one of the. It, it is the best camp film, camp horror film of all time. Agreed. Easily. I mean, like I said, it blows everything else away. Well, there is the Friday the Thirteenth sequels. Yeah, but no, no. I mean, those are great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Those are great. You think the Burning is better than any? Of I think the, I think the Burning is a better camp horror film than the rest of them. I'm We're not saying they're the best, better slasher film. I'm saying it's the best camp horror film. Okay. See, I, I make sure I got that right because. Yeah, I guess I could see that because a lot of the kills from Friday the Thirteenth are in cabins and stuff like like in the burning. It's all in the wilderness. Mm, it's all you're, so you're, you're cool. out there. Yeah, and I mean, and this the scene where the guy is trying to find his way and Cropsey's on top of the like the rocks. Yeah, dude, that's just creepy, man. Like you yeah. just you know you're in the woods. Like I, I hike sometimes. And, like, I'm always looking around to see who's behind you know, around me. Fucking out here. Seriously, there could be some fucking weird. This victim's just staring at you. I mean, you never know. I mean, it could be that. It could be a sack of potatoes. It could be anything. <laughs> you know, it could be anything in those woods, dude. You know? I yeah, mean, you, never know. you don't know what's watching you in the woods, man. You never know. Um, and that sack of potatoes really is scary. So. Um, it's terrifying. Oh, the characters. Yes, the, he's uh, super likable. I mean, you again. have you have, a, you have George Costanza as a oh, young kid, and he's just he plays George Costanza in this movie. He's I such fucking a good, love it, dude. I fucking love it. He's great. He is fantastic. The, but the fucking main guy, Alfred. Uh, yes, a final girl. 
Dude, that's fucking fantastic. Man. I he, hate him. Wait, really? I don't mind Dude, him. He's a pervert. I don't mind. I mean, yeah, but he like. He spends like half the movie like look trying to like peek at the girls and then he's just so annoying. And I, how the fuck does he survive a Because he is the most less likely person for you to think to survive. That's uh, why. Yeah, I guess that's true, man. That's why. I just thought he was so. Even the bully. Jay Glazer. Yeah, but like. His name? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I don't the blonde blonde haired dude, even he's kinda likable because I, I experienced something the only time I've ever experienced it in film. Early. I felt bad for the bully. Because he's trying to make fun of these people. He's trying to bully these kids and they're all against it and then make him feel isolated. And so you can tell when he's trying to pick on this kid and everyone's like, just get the fuck out of here. And then you kinda like watch him and he's like sad because he's he's a sad person deep down, which is what bullies are. You know, you pick on other people to make yourself feel better. True. And I actually saw that humanity in his face. I was like, I feel bad for him because okay. he's so alone. Okay. I okay. don't know, man. I, I Everyone it. watching this movie, watch, watch his character. I don't know if it was just great acting on his part, but fuck, man. Even he was likable somehow. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I really do. So I don't think I don't get it because I do. Uh, it makes sense to me. But like, again, his the, kill re- too the reason. Oh, I know. Oh, it's- just fucking saw it. Yeah. But. Like I said, the reason they picked him as the final girl is, you know, is the oh, fact that, yeah, is that the fact that he was mostly least likely person you want to see survive all this bullshit because he is such a pervert. He's such a weirdo. So it's like, that's what's brilliant about this film is they don't take things. Like, I think Friday the 13th is kind of obvious in some aspects. Yeah, so, you know. Yep. So it's like this film totally made it a better That's true. ending, you Honestly, know? So I don't want to sound sexist at all. It is less satisfying to me when a guy lives. At the end, yeah. I think having a film with a final girl, a girl that can overtake this, she's in such a, a position, an underdog, right? Where you're like, there's no fucking way she has a chance, and then when she fucking kicks ass and and, and she gets to survive, it's great. But but you see this fucking this dude, this little scrawny dude, who keeps on trying to peep on the girls, and he lives like that's so unsatisfying. I, I understand. Spoiler that. alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spo- well, yeah, yeah. If you watch this film, go watch it. You like this is fantastic. No one ending or not. But I think it's the fact that they do choose him for the fact that it's not as obvious as what you think it's going to be. So it's it's their own little twist in their own little way. So yeah. I, I can respect that. But like I said, he is a fucking weirdo. So yeah. Um, anyway, there is our top oh, ten. Good list. Twenty. Oh, well, not twenty, but because we shared a few of them. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe fifteen each. Maybe about the ones that we think are really great that are fucking fantastic films. I was kind of surprised you didn't have House on Sorority Row. Yeah, it's it's good. It's yeah. just not. Like, it's very. It, a lot of people think it's like middle of the pack. It'd be like eleven or twelve to be honestly. So okay. Like, it is, there's a few that barely missed the the Marvel. You actually talked about them, so I don't yeah. talk about them. So, um, but yeah, I can't believe you never legend on your list though. I thought you liked that movie a lot. There's just something about those '90s slashers that don't really get me going as much. I don't know what oh, it is. God, why am I even here? I'm this a podcast with you. I am an '80s slasher fan, <sighs> and in the '90s, I don't know. What it is, man? Like Valentine? I'm you looking Valentine? for a new co-host. If you want to join me on It's a Horror Podcast, hit me up at Old Man. <laughs> I could actually slap you right now. Hey, good. You always say you're going to. <laughs> yeah. Now's your chance, bitch. Now's your chance, Give it to me. Oh, <laughs> um, that's what we were talking about. Uh, you were talking about Urban Legend and how much you hated it. No, it was just those 90s slashers. I don't know. It just feels kind of stale to me. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. I don't know. I need to give some a rewatch. I'm always down. Valentine. I was going to mention. Have you seen Valentine? Uh, it's like the baby familiar. face, the angel sheriff mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah, it's like they're, I like them absolutely, but they're not even close to my top ten. No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there are a few that are in that 
realm of, you know, horror slasher films in the 90s that aren't any good. But yeah. there are some fantastic slasher films in the 90s. But, okay, we digress because that's a whole other show. Yes. Does anybody want to know of a really bad slasher film? Oh, my God. <laughs> this, okay, I asked him before we started recording. I was like, I, I can't wait to hear this show. I said, give a shit pick. He goes, oh, I got one for you. Oh, ass. yeah. I said, hey, I got a runner-up, too. Should I do the runner-up first? Um, yeah, do runner-up yeah? first okay. and give it. Okay, sorry. Okay. Let's, let's, let's hear this, this shit pick. Hey kids, it's time for Kevin's Shit Pick of the Week. The year's 1985. Ooh. Back to the Future? <laughs> <laughs> Nail Gun Massacre is my runner-up. Whoa, I've, okay, I've yet to see this film, but I've heard a lot of differing views on this. It's so bad. Really? It's a dude going around killing people with a nail gun, and it's so cheap. This is probably one of the cheapest films. This is one of one of the worst films in my collection. Really? Yes. It's just none of it makes sense, man. This dude's riding around in a, in a, a fucking motorcycle helmet. Let me fucking just show you a picture of it real quick. Let me see it. Uh, I'm to pull it up. It just looks funky. I mean, it looks kind of badass to me. There's a kid I mean, in the movie where he literally. A dude has his arms around a tree, and he just nail guns his hands into the tree. Yeah. He just fucking dies. What? Like, not, like, right. Like tennis or something like yes, that? Yes, there's just dumb shit. Immediately he dies almost. No, <laughs> Maybe like the tree like like ate him or something maybe? I don't know what the fuck happened. This know. isn't Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Whoa, okay, let's let's digress from that. So, yes. so not a good movie, Nail Gun Massacre. Not bad enough to be a shit pick though. True. All right, so what is your shit pick for this week? Is this this is a monumental shit pick right here. It's this is super monumental. And this I is. I don't know if this is a common um disliked film. <laughs> really? Nineteen eighty four. All right, so let's talk about Robin England and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I hope that it's not that. Uh, yeah. No, it's definitely Thank not. God, that. okay, I just want to make sure like fuck. Splatter University. I have never heard of that movie before. You and you were all the better for it. Good. Thank God. You are all the better for it. <laughs> it's just this one just there's no fucking point. The, the acting's terrible. What's that thing? It's it. Bad acting can be likable in slasher films. Sometimes, you know, the cheesiness, the eightiesness right. to it. Right. But dude, it's just there's nothing to like about this film in my eyes. I get it can have its following. Right. But it's just it's it's so cheap. You're watching it, and it literally feels like a high school kid made this film. Well, I mean, the kills suck. I don't even think there's that many, mm. and it's just one of those. Then that's the thing too. You know, it's a good shit pick when I don't have a lot to say about it because, like, I don't think it deserves the time of day for True. me to even waste my breath. True. Yeah, that that, that kind of sums it up. If you can kind of like not say much about it, then fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Um, all right. Well, I guess that uh, about does it for the shit pick, dude. Because uh, let's not talk about it at all. Yeah. So, all right. So, there's the uh, the shit pick for the week. Uh, that yeah, I'm glad I haven't watched that movie before. So, yeah. thank you for. You're that. all the better for it. That sucks ass. Please. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Don't watch it. All right. Uh, let's do some honorable, honorable mentions. Actually, the ones I had, you've already talked about. So really? What do you got? Okay. So the first one is from 2014. All right. Lake Nowhere. Ooh. Now I know not a lot of people know this one. That's why I'm excited to talk about it because You're I want people to watch it. Yeah. It's a camp slasher. All right. Um, it's it's almost it's not a short film, mm-hmm. but it's almost it's really? it's like fifty minutes long, so you're, you don't have to put too much time into it. You know, if it's not your thing, but it's it's a camp slasher. It's eighties themed. Looks, feels, sounds like an eighties film. It's a very nice throwback. Um, it's a slasher film that turns supernatural. Mm, all right. And the ending is really kind of interesting. Really, the kills are fun, man. This is just all around really fun movie. 
right. um, that I never hear ever. And I, so I'd say go check it out. Interesting. All right, cool. I'll definitely check that out. If it's you know, like you said, it's one of those that are underappreciated. Then hell yeah, I'll definitely check that shit out. So. Oh, for sure. Perfectly, sir. Perfectly. Now the next one, my last honorable mention. All right, 1982. Ooh, we're gonna jump from 81 82. Nice. Yes, this film is called Superstition. Huh. Have you heard of it? It looks. I'm showing him a picture of it now. It does look familiar. I, I've never seen it before, dude. It's about like this house that's kind of haunted by a spirit. And it kills people. So there's not so much a one person right. killing people. It's a fucking house. Ooh, nice. Yeah, think of Amity, but like if there was actually kills and great kills at that. <laughs> right. There's one scene where it starts up the house, I guess. The demon, whatever. The fucking possession, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> yeah. We just got so muddled these days. Oh, yeah. They spin a, like just start spinning a saw and then it sends it through a guy. And then it's, you see it like, like as it's like sawing through and then Damn. it's coming out the back. That's badass. And kills him. It's a priest that this happens to. Wow. It's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's like, wow. That is crazy. Interesting. Um, It's really fucking good. I'm trying to stall because I did a kill count on this one. I want to tell you guys how many kills are in it. So, so you're interested. 15. Ooh, nice. The ending. Wow. Okay. The, the beginning is amazing. All right. The middle drags. There right. is a downtime. There's a, a lot of down. A lot of yeah, exposition and yeah. other crap, yeah. But the ending picks it right fuck back up. Okay. And it ends with a goddamn bang. Because I was thinking that. I was like, in the middle, I was like, man, the, the, all the good scenes were at the beginning. and now, But don't worry. It picks back up. Great fucking movie, dude. Use that part to go like get some meat or something like that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, so. This was a video nasty. Do you Ooh. know what video nasties are? Mm-hmm. Back in the 80s, um, there was... Films that were banned from the United Kingdom mm. and almost persecuted, like they weren't allowed to be shown, and these were to be these were come to known as video nasties. Cannibal mm. Holocaust, Cannibal Ferox, all those kind of movies. Right. A lot of slasher films were on the list. Right. This one was actually on the list. Wow! All right, yeah, I'll section three. I'll definitely check this out. Holy shit! I yeah, man, I've never heard of it before. So it was actually renamed to The Witch at one point too. Really? To try because it was banned, so it had to try to reinvigorate yeah, itself. Yeah, revamp itself. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. That's cool. Excellent. It's a great two two great honorable mentions. Yeah, man. man. Fucking a. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our movies. What a um, good fucking episode, dude, man. Wait, we're, we're about an hour and a half, an hour and a half, so something like that. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Um. All right, let's just move on to, uh, let's just wrap this show up because I'm tired and now you're tired. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do some shout outs, uh, do some podcast shout outs. We're going to do uh, Lone in the Dark podcast. Fucking, you guys are just fucking awesome. I love both of you guys. So supportive and just just great guys. Uh, go check them out. Mike and Maddie, just awesome. Uh, we have, uh, of course, the Horror Basement with Yeti, uh, Johnny LaRoy, and Jim Jam. You guys always support us. We really do appreciate you guys. We're also part of their. Tennessee Horror News Network. We really appreciate you guys showing us and getting us out there. We just love you guys to death. So, uh, last one, Music City Horror again, killing every week. You guys, just keep it up. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, let's plug ourselves up. Uh, it's a horror podcast on Instagram. Uh, fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. That's Sucks ass. The first time we ever did that in person. I love that. Oh yeah. Um, and then uh, on Facebook, of course, it's a horror podcast. Uh, my personal Instagram is uh, Old Man Ghostface, and yours is Slashing Captain. Hell yeah! And let's find out. Okay, so every time at this moment, I either forget <laughs> today we're doing next time, or we just tell it. So this time we're gonna do something a little different. So why don't you kind of give us insight on that? So what we're doing next week is 
Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Your boys are taking a couple weeks off, man. We're tired. We've been doing this steady every week for four or five months now. Mm-hmm. We're just going to take a little time. We're going to like reinvigorate ourselves. Not taking a lot of time off because what we're doing is putting a lot of thought into what we're doing next. And um, it's going to be great. It is. I don't want to like say what we're doing next you because know, I kind of want to keep you guys on your toes. Right. But we're moving on, man. We're, right. we're done with these subgenres because we pretty much covered most of them, if not all. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, it's time to move on to the next thing, and we think you guys are going to love it. We don't yeah. think you're going to love it. We know you're going to love it. We know. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So, you know, we really appreciate you guys sticking it out for 20 episodes in this season. Um, it's been a great season. Um, mm-hmm. Again, this podcast just keeps me going, man. You're just amazing. So, um, yeah. I, I can actually look you in the I eyes know, as you're saying that to me. It's I mean, so it's, sweet. It's, it's, it's sweet. And I dodge away because I'm awkward. Yeah, I, no. I, well, I mean, it's okay because I, you know, it makes me want you even more. Oh. Um, but anyway. <laughs> but, you got to play hard to get. Oh, hell yeah, all the time. Um, but like I said, this, this the 20 episodes, I can't believe we're 20 episodes, honestly. This just blows my mind. So Crazy. Uh, I just love it. So. Can we see where we go from here? And I'm just really excited to to get this going. Yeah, it's going to be just a whole new, not just a whole new animal, but it's going to be different. Yeah. It's going to be different. Next level. Hell yeah. So I can't wait. Um, all right. I think that wraps up for this show. Um, thank you again for just an amazing 20-episode season. Yeah, man. It's been a great fucking ride. And it's cool because when Wes and I first met each other in person, we only had an episode or two that aired. It was back in March, and then it's just been crazy to kind of meet up again and, you know, and just kind of go over a few things, and then it, it's crazy what we've grown to be. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, like, you yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like you know, we want to kind of talk about the con today. Like, we, I love meeting this guy. Like I said, second time we've done yeah. this, and it's just, I mean, like I got pulled in, like, to where, his, where he's staying, and, like, he's, like, meeting me at the door going, what's up, man? <laughs> I, like, you ran know? out. I was so excited. Yeah, I know. Yes. It's like, it's just, it's just, I feel like I've known this guy for my whole life, and it's just so cool to We've really known each other just since like what, like eight months ago, maybe? Yeah, around like October, November yeah. of last year. So it's like we've probably known each other for a long time, but I feel like I've known you for my entire life. We just we gel perfectly. I just I, the chemistry is just amazing. It's been great, the man. Kiss, the kissing's fantastic. So uh, <laughs> the romance is still going strong. Kissing's the best thing. What are you talking about? I mean, I got beard growth, so. Um, <laughs> Anyway. Oh, and they're, they're hidden behind the beard. That's right. That beard will get you too. Uh, I'm tickle. I mean, oh. <laughs> I don't like being tickled. I've got to make sure I sneak in like your, don't. your feet. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. That's my, that's my plan for tonight. Sneak in and get, get a cup of sweet. Tickle um, my tooties. <laughs> oh, tooties. Damn. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Not, that's not tootsies. That's tooties. Okay. All right. That's, that's my new plan. Um, anyway, okay. But real fast, before we go, one more thing before we go. Uh-huh. Um we were going to talk about the con a little bit, but we had a great time today. Um, met some great people. I met Heather Lane Camp, Bill Mosley, Sid Haig, and you met Danielle Harris, Sid Haig, uh, Michael Berryman, D. Wallace. Did I say Danielle Daniel Harris again? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say her Daniel again. Harris, Daniel Harris, Daniel Harris, Daniel Harris, Harris. Daniel Harris. Um, and then Rod Lane from fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, yeah. Nick Corey. So that was great. Fuck yeah, dude. So we, we just had a great time meeting great people. I actually had a discussion with Bill Mosley about how much he didn't understand Death House, which was like <laughs> blew my fucking mind. I love that someone read the script and was in the film and could have asked anybody, hey, what does this mean or what does that mean? But he just doesn't fucking know. <laughs> he just didn't. It's brilliant. It was the best conversation I've ever had my entire life. So. Uh, hey, Bill, if you're listening, which you're not, but if you were, thank you so much for that conversation. It made my entire life. Um, but anyway, one more thing. I know I keep saying that. One more thing. We both saw Midsummer. Yes. Uh, I saw it last Thursday. He saw it this past Monday. Um, we're not going to go into detail about the movie. We don't have time for that. We don't have, who, who had time for that? Yeah. 
But we're just going to say what we thought about it, uh, one to five. Oh, one out of five? Or is that a 10 or out of five? I, I, had, I had a rating in mind out of 10. I okay, guess, well, I, 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 let's do 10. Right, okay? So let's do okay. 10. Okay, so on the count of three, we're both going to We never say, talked about this before. No, this is we, I have no idea what he thinks about it. He has no idea what I'm thinking about it. This is totally off the cuff. So on the count of three, we're both going to say our rating between one and two, one being the worst, 10 being the best. Are we ready? I'm ready. <laughs> this is fun at first. I know, like, no, oh. I know, I know. Are you ready? Yep. One, two, three. Eight. 7.5. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So very close. Yeah, very I, close. I, I'll just say I really enjoyed it. Yes. Very un, unexpected, really good film. Just, I love it. Um. Yes, no, I absolutely loved it, too. There's there's some tension that our Ari Aster can just create in his movies that's intense. Not as good as Hereditary in my mind. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And it's always tough to follow that up because you have certain expectations. Yes. But this film does great with tension. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of kind of downtime and a lot of why are they doing that? Type yeah, of thing. but, but they could have left. But I see how it has off. But no, but this it's the fact that you're in a culture with people. Like you don't just leave. You don't just make your own rules. They they know they had. They kind of did their own thing. But at the same point, they had knew they had to kind of go along with the rules. So. Yeah, and it was like that one moment where the one really smart dude. I, I don't remember his name, but he, yeah, yeah. he breaks into. Spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler yes, alert. Yes. He breaks into a thing and something happens. Right. He is extremely smart. He knows better than that. Yeah, but, but he really wanted to get that thing that he had to get, like, really bad. But he's smarter But, like, no, no, no. Dude, the whole movie built to the fact that he wanted that really bad. Yeah, that's so true. So that's why. So I think yeah, that's why. Since this isn't a review in and of itself, I think we should try and leave it spoiler free. True, true. Um, what happens to them, a lot of them you don't know. Which is fantastic. Yes. The one thing that I credit this movie for is its betrayal of a toxic relationship. Yes. Perfectly done. Like, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it where at the beginning, it's like the dude was treating her badly and then she was kind of letting him know and then he was reacting negatively and then she started saying sorry. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, and this and that. And I was like, fuck, man. I was like, to a T, like that is such a good portrayal. Mm -hmm. Of someone who just wants to be loved back and, yeah. and is willing to bend and fold and be treated like shit just to get that attention and love that she needs. And it's so sad, it man. Is. It's, it is. It is a heart-wrenching film. It really is. Yeah. And, and like the facial things that happen in this film, like yeah, things just, right to the face is really intense. Yes. <laughs> Great. Just absolutely. Go watch it. Seriously. We really, we both of us really There's highly recommend it. Also some scenes that I thought were funny that just, I yeah. couldn't tell if they were supposed to be. No, they were. They were it was humor. Was At humor. the ending... Make some naked people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was just like, I can't that tell whole if this scene, is supposed to be funny. And I'm, okay. Let me the whole theater laugh. Quick story. Very quick story. So I sit down. Uh, I actually I go in to sit down and I I was the first person to pick my, pick my seat. And like you go on the line of the fandango or whatever. I was the first person to pick my seat. Mm-hmm. The I walk in and there's a guy sitting right next to the seat I pick. So one of two things. Either he picked a seat. Next to mine, which, what the fuck? Or he's just sitting there, and he sees me trying to sit down on my seat, and, like, you should move over, but he doesn't. So I move over one more seat. Well, he moves over with you. No, no, he's just there. <laughs> but, okay, but no, almost, okay, so I'm like, oh, cool. No one's in the seat. I think I'm good. We get to the whole, almost almost all the previews. There's, like, one's, like, half one left. I'm like, all right, I made it. I'll be fine. Totally fine. No one's going to sit next to me. I'm good. This 75-year-old woman with a huge quilt in a big-ass bag and this big fucking hairdo walks in, walks down in front of the aisle or in front of the, the screen, up the aisle, down our row, looks to me dead in the fucking face, goes, I think you're in my seat. And I go, fuck. Well, a lot of theaters, you can pre-pick your seat. That's what she did. She pre-picked her seat. But the other guy didn't sit right next to her. Yeah, I, I never found out. 
and I'm about to kind of ruffle feathers. So he I really just, felt upset when you moved over. It's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, I don't fuck what he wants. But no, but no, it gets worse. So I scoot over. I go, I'm sorry. So I scoot over. So I'm sitting between this dude that wants to be close to me, I guess. I guess he finds me attractive. <laughs> and this seven year old woman with this big ass quilt, this big ass bag that she decides she wants to set right on my foot. Oh. And I'm like, oh. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay. Her perfume oh. literally consumed me the entire film. I couldn't even breathe half the time. That sucks. Um, and then we're we're literally three minutes in the film. She looks at me. Excuse me, sir. I look over at her. She goes, "Is this Midsummer?" Yes. I I my fist was in a, in a, in a, like this. It was ready to go. How how far into the movie did you say? About three or four minutes in. Oh, okay. So okay. like it has like the title screen hasn't come up yet, but you know what it is. Yeah. Like it's on the screen. It's on the cut sides. On the marquee outside. And, you know, it's it's kind of setting up to be that. I just wanted to just go, I just, picture, just <laughs> like make her, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, just fucking knock her the fuck out. And that's funny. You talk about your experience. I had a pretty interesting experience. Do tell. Um, I was sitting there, girl comes in, she, throughout the film, she is kind of messing with her phone a little bit right next to me. Mm. That sucks. Yeah. But I don't know what she's got going on. True. You know? So I'm like, okay, whatever. She's kind of making noise. She's in and out of the theater at least Five, six times. Why do you come to the theater if you have this shit going on, though? Seriously. Like, I get it maybe once or twice to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe a third time to get snacks. But what are you doing the other two times? No. I, and I couldn't imagine she'd be important enough to where she would have to take phone calls. Who knows? Wall Street worker, maybe? I don't That's know. not the most exciting thing about this woman, though. Oh, God. And she's someone my age. Like, tw- early 20s. Okay. Mid-20s. Okay. She, after going out for, like, the third or fourth time, she comes back. She pulls something out of her bag. It's a fucking ham and cheese Lunchable. The fuck? And starts snacking on a fucking Lunchable. And I'm like, I've never seen this in my life. I'm yes. like, I don't want to, don't, don't quote me now, but I'm pretty fucking sure they don't sell that shit at theaters. No. And, and it's, that's the thing. It's like, you can bring outside snacks. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, but a but fucking Lunchable? lunchable? That's, that's gross. That's fucking weird. I don't want to hear you smacking on fucking ham and cheese. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm, popcorn's She's cool. licking her fingers to get yeah. cheese up. She's like, oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, and I just thought that was so gross. Like, who the fuck eats Lunchables if you're a grown-ass human? Now, don't get me wrong. That's fine. Eat whatever you want. In your house. In your house. Refrigerated. Yeah. This, this is, is fucking not a refrigeration A fucking Lunchable. I mean, it was cold in there, but like, you know, shit. She fucking peeled this bitch back, the, the, the thing off the front. Yeah. I look over, I'm like, what the fucking ham and well, cheese? Well, you, you hear this, <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck was that? Like, is that fucking ham and cheese? Really? <laughs> oh, man. So that, that's, apparently there's something about Midsummer people, people that go to see that movie just aren't right in the head, man. Yeah, something's fucked up. Seriously. Well, but, I'm glad. We had a really close, close-knit thing. But barely. yeah, that was my only problem with the movie was that just, I felt like, Parts where the tension was being created, there were right. parts that would knock it out right. and disalign it. Whereas Hereditary was just fucking straight tension, no relief, and that's what I loved about yeah, it. Like you right. built that in you. But yeah. this one, there's there's several scenes where uh, the kid from We're the Millers, mm. his whole yeah. character in this film is like this this Joker, and it just didn't feel right. Yeah, it was yeah, just like, what's his purpose? Yeah, it, they could have done without. I him. think they kind of played him in as like the comic relief. Yeah, and I mean, I, I really like him as an actor. He's a great actor. When oh, I yeah. found out who's in this, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. But the fact that his character said some of the things he did, did some of the things he did with a tree, like, yeah. there's a there's bathroom. Yeah, that, that part. Have bathroom. I'll have my ass on that part. It's it 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 so like... Like, I feel like this shouldn't be a film uh, where you should no, be made I, to laugh. But, because, I, but it is, I, I disagree. I think people have to I, ch- I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I chuckled too, but it's just like... Well, it's, it's, it's not an intense like slasher or like horror film. That's why it's more like a psychological thing. So it kind of it kind of takes you on this ride. 
Yeah, I guess it is kind of like a roller coaster, but I I just prefer my attention to just be steady building True. without I, I, like I, I, kind of that useless humor. I, don't I agree. Know. I agree. Like yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't argue with that. So yeah. Well, great. There you go. There's the con and and the midsummer review and all our top tens for the slasher. This was a packed episode. Yeah, yeah. What's the last one for the season? So yeah, we'll make it make it good. So made it count. All right. Well, that is it from That's Kansas it. City, Missouri. Crypticon is officially over for us. We're heading home tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I just I'm ready to uh, end the season, dude. So let's fucking do it, man. It's been a great time. Hell yeah, dude. Here's on to the next chapter. That's right. My name is Wes. I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See ya. I won't.